Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with national champion... Bellator star, eleven and two record, man in a mission, Tyler Bow. What? Uh, Bubba Jenkins is here, <laughs> Bubba, as well as funny ass comedian Tyler Bow. What's just, up? Just booked twenty seven colleges, right? Something like that. Twenty seven. Yeah, you're going, going to Arizona State. Thirty seven. Uh, it's all in the like Midwest. It was a Northern Plains Regional mm-hmm. Conference, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah. you're not going to any cool schools. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I'm going all through North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, oh, yeah. Wisconsin. So it's all good. 37 schools. Good man. Yeah. I want to thank our sponsor, Decipher. People, you feel like you need to make some change in your life? I know that I do. Well, wake up and take back control. Download Decipher Life. That's D I hyphen Cypher Life. Available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play. It's an audiobook narrated by Decipher's chief executive manager, head sports agent, Daniel Martinez. Great man. Expect honesty in some slightly colorful language. He shares his life experience firsthand and uncensored. Hear how a willingness to change and adapt with life can help unlock unique your hidden potential and pave the way for new opportunities. Decipher life. I'm telling you, people. I only endorse products that I've used personally. Bubba Jenkins has used it. Uh, other people have used it. Other fighters in the UFC. And I'm telling you, this guy knows what he's talking about. You download Decipher on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, or directly from their website at decipher.com. Also, they offer life coaching, contract negotiations, and all personal management. They help everyone from CEOs to actors, MMA fighters to boxers, comedians, salespeople, house moms, and yes, even porn stars. So if you're a porn star, you need to make some life decisions, contact them. If you use the code ROASTED, you get 10% off. So Decipher Life, check them out. Also, tip a fighter. Every week, we talk about how fighters need to be paid more. This week is not different, okay? Tip a fighter, Bubba Jenkins, the man. He's not just a fighter. He's a guy who thinks a lot. He th- he's married, so he doesn't have that time that he had in college to you know, bang white chicks. So now he is married with a kid, and he's thinking, how can I help fighters out? He came up with Tip a Fighter, where fighters can be tipped by the audience, okay? Two fighters this week are fighting in Invicta. Who are they? Uh, one is Shannon Sin. Another one is uh, Amanda Bell, and they are both with Tip of Fighter. So if you like the way they're fighting, throw them some tips. Last week, I'm watching World Series of Fighting, and this girl, uh, uh, she goes by Mogwai, Kyra Batera, put a girl in a twister and then punched her 75 times in the face, and I was like, take my money. I actually tipped it. I'm not just a, I'm not just a, what did they say, uh, the president, I'm also the, the client in Hair Club for Men, which I probably need at one, one point. So I'm telling you, <laughs> tipafighter.com, tipafighter.com. How are we doing? Well, I want to start the podcast by uh, the MMA community uh, lost a really, really talented star this week. Uh, this guy, Jordan Parsons, he was a great fighter. Uh, he was a, a cool guy after his fight with Bubba. I, I, I texted him. I said, Hey man, keep your head up. You're a great fighter. He texted me back. 
Really nice guy, very down to earth guy, and uh, a great fighter. I mean, a talent that took went to Bubba, went to a three rounds with Bubba Jenkins. Hey, here's a guy that came, you know, he, he I think he's from Fargo, North Dakota, came up from Minnesota. People say he was always the hardest working guy in the room. Trained over to Lions, then over to the Black Zillions. Tough, great fighter. It was a victim of a hit and run, and passed away a couple days ago. Uh, Bubba, I know that you you fought Jar- Jordan. You probably uh, were closer to him than most people. Um, in a lot of ways, anything you'd like to say? Yeah, man. Um, like you said, I, I wasn't necessarily like, you know, his best friend, but having to study the guy and prepare to fight him, you become very aware of the good things and the bad things about him. As far as his talent goes with, with the sport, um, you, you try to, you know, get someone to fight like him. So you almost fight him every day in a sense. You're always thinking about the, the next opponent coming up, the fight coming up. So I was constantly thinking about, you know, the, the things that found that I found most dangerous about him and then getting to the weigh-ins where we had, you know, our, our, our differences there, you know, just kind of basically selling the fight two warriors wanting to go at it, two pit bulls off the chain in a sense. Um, it was just very intense. And, you know, I, I don't regret having that beef now that he's you know gone because we were definitely trying to do the best we could to sell the fight, you know, but it definitely, it messed up my weekend or my week in a sense because because of his death, you know, and and the sense lives hit and run kind of act. Um, the word is that they do have the guy on the 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 Range Rover on tape speeding away. Um, you know, I, I was with I was talking to his manager and a bunch of the guys at Black Zillions while he was in the hospital. You know, just reaching out, wanting to feel, wanting to see what he was going through. And you know, I thought that we could make a really strong brotherhood connection if he had pulled through. And you know, my heart goes out to his family and his girlfriend and, you know, everyone who happens to be a part of the Parsons, you know. Yeah, a couple of them reached out to me and told me to tell you they really appreciate what you're doing for them and that they um, that they they really respect you and that you're uh, you guys are cut from the same cloth. So they wanted me to tell you that. Yeah, man, it was it was it's tough. Anytime you can lose someone that, you know, um, and it, it's even worse for me because I was the last person to shed blood with him in the, in the cage. You know what I mean? I, I was his last fight and it, it made it feel, it made me feel some kind of way because I know how great he was going to be. I was the last person to, to actually feel how great he was going to become. And with me being able to squeak out a um, split decision win against him, it, it just let me know that, man, I was, he, he was in case going to be a future rival, someone that I, I think he did saw. win the press conference though, that we had at you versus him. <laughs> I, I never wanted to tell you, but I think he might've actually won that. It was close. Uh, you won the fight, but the press conference, it was all right. Fine. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, all right. It was, it was a close press conference as well. Um, he was a great guest. We'll say that much. You were there that day, right? Yeah, yeah. I was there for that press conference. It was very entertaining. You guys sold the hell out of that fight, and that fight was crazy, man. So, uh, yeah, man. yeah. I saw that news, and you know, it's it's just tragic, you know, something like that, just so random and so, uh, so upsetting, you know. It's just crazy. Yeah, so we rest just in hope peace. They, yeah, we just hope they find that that guy that um, you know did it. Guy, girl, woman, child. I don't care who did it. We just need to help. You know, justice is served. So rest in peace, Jordan Parsons. Uh, what else? What is going on? So I had a, I had a crazy week. So I, I filmed an MTV show, which was fun, uh, called Acting Out. And um, it was this thing where you act out your, your comedy sketches. And I'm not used to really telling stories. I'm not really a storyteller. So it was a challenge to have to actually go up there. I tell jokes. I tell set up punchline jokes. Hopefully one day I'll host a, the Tonight Show and do monologues or something. And that's how, that's how I've always kind of based my comedy on that. Whereas this, I had to tell stories, and it was I wasn't used to it. But I, I practiced and practiced and practiced, and I was worried because 
I was like, okay, I did it in an acting class. I actually used my acting class to try out the materials. And the guy offended every girl in my class. <laughs> um, and then, and some of them are hot too. Actually, this one girl in my acting class is funny because she leans over next to me and I see her whole back is tatted up. She's like, I don't know, she's Filipino, pretty cute. Obviously, I have a girlfriend now, so I'm not checking her out. Yeah, but, but, obviously. But, but you know, you yeah. can see if a girl's attractive. Uh, so then she's doing her scene and she's very sweet. And my teacher's like, you know... You know, we have to get to you to be that, that kind of, we can't, you know, you're sucking this whole sweet thing right now. You, you're just too nice. And I felt like saying, yeah, be that girl who has a tattoo on her ass. You know, but I, I almost wanted it, but then I, that would have caused problems. My yes, class. it would have. That so was smart for you to use judgment then. I did. I did. I used Good judgment. Job. Good job. So, so anyway, I go up at uh, the parlor, which is a hard mm. room afterwards. Yeah. It's like a very hip Hollywood they don't really give give it a lot. It was a packed room, and the host Jay Davis, a good friend of mine, he's going on, and I thought he was doing fine. He thought he was struggling. He was having, it was, he was doing fine, but he's like, there was this big guy in the crowd that was laughing at everything. And he's like, "You're huge, man. You could probably bench press me. Why don't you bench press me?" And I'm going first, so the guy jumps on stage and puts Jay over his head what? and starts bench pressing him. So now the crowd's going ballistic, and then I have to go next. You know that, that is crazy, but to be fair, Jay Davis probably weighs 130 pounds. Fine, okay, but you don't want to follow it. So then he puts Jay down, and Jay's like, "I can't follow that. Maybe our first comic can." And I, and it, normally, <laughs> great, great and normally, intro. set up. And normally, I just want to do my my act, my yeah. act. But this time, I was like trying to do stories, which is not my thing. I start telling my stories, and I'm just fucking bombing. Like it's just. It's just not going well. So then after, and like three minutes in, I'm like, fuck it, go back to my act. Then I did fine and yada, yada, yada. And then I'm beating myself up for not committing to the stories. Because yeah. I'm like, well, do I win the war, uh, battle, lose the war? But I did what I had to do to have a good set. And then I did the show yesterday and it went great. So yeah. you evolved while you were doing that? Yeah, of course. You evolved. You now, always evolve. This is the show. Where the, are they going to animate the They're not the going to animate are it, they're... but you're gonna, we're going to act out our own bits in sketches. Okay, over the audio. Over the audio. Gotcha. But, you know, they cool. film like 40 comics. I'm not even sure how many episodes I'll be on. Hopefully, Kayvon was there? Kayvon was I there. Tripoli was there. Uh, John, uh, uh, Adam Ray was there. Theo Vaughn. You know, they had uh, Pablo Francisco was on the show. I mean, they had some, some good comics. Uh, so I don't know exactly how many, but I definitely, I mean, some comics were pissed me off. This one guy, I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know his name. He's like, he walks in there, he's like, so what is this show anyway? Like, like he walks into the show. Well, what are we doing? Meanwhile, I spent the last like 15 sets preparing for this, yeah. you know? And he's like, what do we got to do? And I'm like, he's fucking Mr. Cool. And I'm like, come on, man. It's just, I'd be pissed if I sold a TV show and people were showing up and be like, what do we got to do? Yeah. Uh, and then after, after today, I have an audition today for a, a movie for a Hallmark movie of the week. So I'm definitely like, this is the Mr. year. Mr. Popular. This is the year that I'm branching out. Oxygen, Hallmark. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, trying to, oh, really Mr. Gonna, Popular? Mr. This is Popular. trying to show your sensitive side. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And yesterday actually was kind of a cool day because, remember I told you that, I don't know if I told you that story about the dog that I, that got run over. Mm-hmm. You did. It was a horrible, I don't mm-hmm. know if you were here, but I can't, I, one day I was walking my dog at night, like two in the morning, and there was mm-hmm. a dog in the street. So I start chasing the dog. And he sees me and a dog run past him. Yeah. So, of course, this dog is like, so then I, I, I was going to tie my dog up, but I'm like, my dog would bite anybody. Comes, anybody approaches my dog, he's going to bite. So then I see other cars chasing the dog and people. I'm like, okay, 
Lo and behold, dog gets hit by a car. Adam ran the dog into the street to get hit. No, that's not what happened. But it just fucked up my whole week. You know, my I was you see a dog die, you're like, oh, Oh, it died. It died. Oh my god. Adam was chasing it and it ran into the street away from Adam and got hit by a car. Thank you, Bubba. Thanks for being so sensitive. I really did bother me. Okay, this happened. You (laughs) asked. All right, have some compassion. So yesterday I'm walking. Yesterday I'm 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 going outside and I see a dog. Two dogs are in the middle of the street running and some guy chasing them. I'm like, I'm not letting that happen again. So I chase the dog and this guy he starts crying. Oh no, my dog. He's not, he's running, he's giving up. So I'm going on like three blocks. I'm in hyper mode, going in and out of behind tree behind trees, behind houses. I corner this little chihuahua and I fucking saved it. I was happy. Oh, nice. Yes. You redeemed yourself. I redeemed myself. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not letting that happen again. So I was pumped. Meanwhile, Man, my- what is it what is it with um with you guys and your dogs? How I mean, how come you cannot control your dog off the leash? Like These aren't my dogs. Well, yeah. Okay. These are other people's dogs. I mean, I mean you guys, as in white people? No, I mean and people who have little <laughs> dogs who running after them. I've never ran after a dog. I can take my dog off the leash and he wouldn't. Take my, my mine too. I All don't know why that's happening. All right. I'm just, you know. You people are different. <laughs> I, yeah, I got a little dog, and I I keep her on leash at all times, man. I think she, I, I've got decent control over, but like I know if if another dog, like you, the thing is, you don't know other people's dogs. That's why you got to. Mm. I see people walking dogs off leash, and it's like you know sometimes I go, they'll run up on you, I'll and, you, and they're like, "Oh, he's friendly." I'm I'll, like, "Yeah, but you don't know my dog." Yeah, I'll yeah. run. I'll you know? run thirty. Uh, I mean, I'll run three miles, four miles with my dog off the leash the entire time. Really? Yeah. yeah. And if another dog's coming, I'll just say, you know, I'll just say, "Stay by me. Stay by me." And you have a pit bull too. Yeah. And, and your dog he, won't attack the other dog. He, he won't even. He won't even look at the other dog. Wow. He'll continue to run with me, and I mean, wow. but I've had him since he was, you know, two two months. I mean, two weeks before I was allowed to get him. Actually. Speaking of which, so I'm going to start another comedy show. And I my, saw that. My my, my my friend has this dog rescue. And she, and I figured, and, she, and we had a thing for her. And she has like a, it's like a, she has like a, what's it called? A loft in the dog rescue that you can mm-hmm. have a show at. So I'm like, why don't, we, why don't we have another show there? The comics want to do it. There's little puppies everywhere. It'll be funny. I get the workout material. Maybe someone will adopt the dogs. Uh, it'll be good press for her. I'm not going to get paid or anything. Yeah. Actually, I have to go out and buy it, get a, Stage made now. It's gonna cost me a hundred dollars, and buy a speaker. So I'm gonna be negative three hundred going into this fucking uh. show. Uh, but whatever, it's for a good cause. Work out new material. So I'm trying to think of a name of this dog rescue uh, for the show, right? So tell me what you think. I thought rough crowd, like rough crowd. Yeah, I saw the, that. The I only problem it. is, is that people will think it's a, it's a shitty crowd. Cause they're not. If you say rough crowd, no, nah, they're not gonna think that. Oh. Only idiots would think that. But if you know, if you see it spelled R U F F, but if I say I'm going to the rough crowd comedy show, you're gonna be like, it's a rough crowd. It's a bad crowd. No, that's not what they would. You be. don't think so? No. All right, so rough crowd. <laughs> then, then there's comedy rescue. Uh, then some nope. people, I, somebody put dog day comedy off the leash comedy. Nope. Sean McCorkle wrote bones, pugs, and comedy, which is funny, but it's not just pugs. Is, nope. it, I don't think it's even is a that supposed there. to sound like Bone Thugs and Harmony? Yeah, like Bone Pugs and Comedy. You don't think that's good? Uh, yeah. Southpaw Comedy, uh, Paws and Punchlines. Uh, oh, I like that one. I like raw Dog one. Comedy sounds too sexual, right? It sounds like you're. Yeah, yeah it just yeah. sounds like no. Yeah, someone comes comedy. in there with the poppy, uh, with a puppy. Yeah, gonna... we no, we wouldn't want anyone to think that your comedy was sexual. Uh, right. Thank yeah. you. Somebody put Comedy Unleashed, which is good, but it sounds so much like the Byron Allen show. Yeah, comics, mm-hmm. comics Unleashed. unleashed. No, uh, the good. Comedy Kennel. Bone that bitch comedy hour. No, nah. that's my. I don't think that's good. That's, uh, that was the worst one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the worst one. That was the worst one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doggone show. 
Pause for applause. Mm. No, but that's not, uh, it's not really applause. You want laughter, right? Yeah. Uh, but you're getting, you're overthinking it being too specific. Bitch, please. <laughs> uh, Justin Show. Yeah. Uh, people, this is all on my licks and laughs. Uh, rough Room. Uh, the Regal Beagle. Somebody wrote Puppies and Laughs. That's not bad. Puppies and Laughs. Not really funny. No, uh, no. Dog, your best, your best, your best one was Rough Crowd. You think so, Rough Crowd? Because it hits, it hits all avenues of what it is, and people relate Rough Crowd to comedians. They relate Rough to a dog, and they relate the fact that it's a show to the Rough Crowd com- comedic show. I it's, think. A, it's a solid pun. You think, think Rough Crowd is the best solid one? Pun. Yeah. Yes. Two Bone Minimum, no. Joe Collar. Someone's heard no pussies. Oh, well, it's very true, but no, <laughs> no, you don't want Funny that Bone, one. Bol. Uh, Gerald Harris wrote "Bark Out Loud." Bol. No, Yappy Hour. That that's not bad. Yappy Hour is pretty good. Oh, that is a good one. Yappy Hour. One. Yappy Hour. Which is better, Rough Crowd or Yappy Hour? Oh, uh, you got to put crowd. that out there to Twitterverse. Yeah. Twitter people, do you like Rough Crowd or Yappy Hour? Let me know. Uh, does what? What kind of does the the rescue service like only specific dogs? Because when you say yappy, I think like small little dogs, bitch ass you know? dogs. Yap, 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 so yap. what this lady does is she finds dogs that are pretty much like on death row, like that are gonna get, and she takes them. So basically, a bunch of pit bulls. No, well, mostly like deformed, sometimes chihuahuas, but very cute. I thought the dogs are really cute. Well, some one of them today I saw had one eye, and then she and then she takes them and then she sells them out of out of her store. But it is a nonprofit. What's the uh, difference between that and like a SP, SPCA? Well, some people are like, well, why do I need to go to her? I can just go right to the pound, yeah. which I think is true. But mm-hmm. either way, the dogs are getting saved. And that's really all that matters, you yeah. know? Makes sense. So, Yappy Hour, I think Yappy Hour is pretty good. It is pretty good. But is that, we'll have to have it from six to eight, though? Yappy Hour? Because you think Happy Hour, that's like six to eight. Well, people who aren't alcoholics don't really know what Happy <laughs> Hour is. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, when is Happy Hour? <laughs> so, so, Bubba, how are you doing? How, how's your neck? Yeah, my shoulder, shoulder, neck, clavicle, it's all good. I mean, I'm getting better. I'm healing up. You know, I, I'm talking to Bellator. We're, we're, we're coming close to getting a, getting something going. Uh, Rich Child, my boy, he's on he's on, he's on, on the hunt. So nice. we're looking for some some victims. I mean, opponents. <laughs> um, so that's basically the next move. And, you know, me, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a hot rapper right now. I'm about to drop some albums. I'm about to drop something hot with uh, Cage Fighter. Me and Cage Fighter have uh, teamed up to do a partnership. And, nice. Uh-oh. You know, there's going to be some stuff that's, that's coming out. But when I drop it, people got to get on it. Can you eat vagina with your neck? No. <sighs> what? <laughs> I know your neck is stiff. Can you still go down on your wife or no? No, I haven't. I haven't considered that being that I'm in pain. So, no. Uh, okay, so you haven't. Wow, so she's probably pissed. No. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, okay, go on. But no, I'm just I'm about to drop some stuff on on, on Twitter and Instagram and K What do you Spider mean? Are you going to call people out or what do you no. mean you drop some stuff? I mean, I'm I'm about to drop me and Cage Fighter are doing a partnership and some stuff is going to drop. You like just got to you got to be looking for it. That's Come the, on. that's the point. That's the point. Like a, like I'm a not going to tell you to rap again like no. you did in wrestling? No. But uh. I I mean, I might be. I might be. I got some time on my hand, man. You know, I'm I'm training. I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. But you know, life 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 hands you some some good good oranges, and I'm and I'm squeezing the juice. You know what I mean? All right, okay. Life handed you oranges. Life handed me some good oranges. Oh, okay, you okay. said forget the lemons. Yeah, no. Well, who drinks lemon juice? Speaking of speaking of oranges, <laughs> you see Donald Trump's thing today for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, yes, like I, oh. that was the most. Uh, that the most obnoxious. Thing. It's kind of funny though. I haven't seen it. What happened? So he he like <laughs> the picture. You want to picture him eating like a tostada bowl? Yeah, yeah. And he he's goes like, happy Cinco de Mayo, and then he's like, Trump Towers has the best. Uh, 
He's like, Trump, what did he say? Trump Tower is, yeah, let me see if I can find it on TMZ. Like, it was so funny and obnoxious, but like, I, it was like he was like trolling everybody. It's like, he's not, I can't believe this guy is <laughs> And then the, the last line was, I love Hispanics. Yeah, yeah. Or was it, I love the Hispanics. He goes, happy Cinco de Mayo. The best taco bowls are made in Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics. And then it's a picture of him eating a taco. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, we can't have a president with a toupee, dog. It's not a toupee. I think it's, Stop it. It's not a toupee. What is it? It's He just has some weird shit with his hair. It's, it is his hair. It's just strange. Like, like, if it was wet, it would be completely bald, pretty much. It's just he just fluffs it out in some strange way and combs it forward. Yeah. It's not a toupee. Is it a toupee? I don't think it is. I don't know what it is, but I think maybe he's got some of that. You know that 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 aerosol spray that like that like covers up. I don't know what it so is. It, it, is, it, it is something. So but, some fights have been announced uh, yesterday. Big fights: Tyron Woodley taking on Robbie Lawler, oh, UFC for the belt, belt uh, two hundred one. Man, I don't know about this fight. I mean, some people think that uh, Tyron doesn't deserve it. Being that like he hasn't fought in sixteen months, at the point Robbie's fought three times since then. Uh, Tyron Why kinda, hasn't Tyron fought? Uh I think I think he just was like, I'm not fighting until I get the belt, till I, I get a title shot. That was his whole thing. And you know what? Like his last fight, Dana said the winner of this gets title shot, right? Who did he fight? He fought. Uh, I mean, he beat Carlos Condit. Uh, he beat Kelvin Gastelum, and he fought someone else. Uh, who do you? Who was his last fight? Uh, his last fight was against somebody where Dana said it was his can you look it up uh, so Dana said the winner of this gets a title shot and you know what I mean does Tyron deserve it yeah I mean he hasn't like destroyed like he didn't destroy who Kelvin Gastelum who else would Gassel. you give it to right exactly who else would you, who else would you give it to Roy McDonald again mm-hmm. he's, he's already fought him twice mm-hmm. um I don't know who you would give it. Nate Diaz, maybe, but he beating Conor McGregor, does that lead to a title shot? No. Yeah. Uh, so he Tyron, would get smashed by Lawler. Who, Nate? Yeah, I think so, too. Smashed on. But, you know, uh, I think it's a good fight for Tyron. I'm happy he gets the belt. And, you know, his whole thing when he's on the show was like, I want to take the shortest road to the belt possible. That was his goal. What? Last fight was Kelvin. Gastelum. Kelvin Gastelum. He hasn't fought since Kelvin? Yeah, that was January uh, 2015. I think he was supposed to fight someone else, but then they dropped out, right? He was supposed to fight somebody and something happened. Hendricks, uh, maybe? Hendricks, Hendricks didn't make weight. Hendricks didn't make weight. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And Dana was saying that the winner of that gets title shot. So it was not his fault. I mean, he, he showed up. He no, made I think, weight. I think he's holding Dana to his word, unlike other people do. He was like, you know, I'm not fighting. You said the winner of this. He didn't make weight. I'm not fighting until I get my title shot. I, I did everything you asked me to do. I've beaten the people you put in front of me. I don't deserve a title shot. That is for, I guess, Dana to decide. But as for me, I've done everything that I was supposed to do. I've, I've, Who I've do you think wins this I've fight? I've been a stand-up guy. I think, you know, whenever I'm on the fence with something like this... <laughs> You go for the black guy? Go for the oh, black. Come on. When it's whack, go for black. Isn't, isn't Robbie like, <laughs> no, ha- what's no. Robbie? Isn't he mixed with something? I, I don't know. But I mean, I just, I, I, I like the athlete more times than not. I I, I mean, I, I know Robbie a little bit. I trained with him a little bit at ATT, but it wasn't, I mean. He, Did you guys ever train together? Yeah. Once or twice, you know, on some wall work, you know. Like what? Like like uh, wrestling like he, drills, kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. But takedowns against the wall, stuff like that, where it's more even for myself, you know. <laughs> you take him down? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good with when you can't go get away from me right. on the wall. You know what I mean? Right, I, right, right. I take people down in the open, so. Was there punches involved or no? 
Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. But no, nah, it was, it, I mean, it was good. And I, and I worked with Woodley as well. I mean, they're both strong as strong as people you can be at that weight. You know what I mean? I, I don't think anyone's going to beat those guys as far as with power and punching and, and athletic ability. So I think it'd be a great fight, but I, I'm an underdog guy. I live that underdog lifestyle. So I'm going for You know what? Woodley. I mean, you look at who's taken less Woodley. damage in their career. Woodley has. And Tyron has only f- had one fight where he's ever really been hurt. Marquardt. And that was the Nate Marquardt fight. I mean, every other fight he's had, the Jake Shields fight was a, a snooze fest, but he didn't really get he didn't get any damage in that fight. The Kelvin fight, he never really looked hurt, even though he took some punches from Kelvin. He never looked. I mean, Kelvin didn't even know where he was in that fight. He basically said he was, you know, uh, and so Woodley's a strong guy. I mean, he knocked out Koscheck quickly. He knocked out Jay Haran quickly. If he lands that punch. Maybe he could put Robert. Only God sleep. knows how good he's he's gotten at boxing as well. I mean, he hasn't. He's had to improve in the last sixteen months. Yes, he's gonna have that cage rust, but I mean, although I'm for sure a champion like himself is working on something. Those are the, those are the two factors I was gonna bring up because I like Lawler. I think that dude is a machine. But like one, he's been in so many wars. Like he he's just been in there. Uh, and taking a ton of shots, and he takes them like a champ. Yep. Uh, but you wonder if that's adding up. And Tyron certainly has the power to put somebody out uh, if he catches them clean or with you know accumulation. The other factor that I was going to say is when a guy takes time off. Like you could have a guy like Nate uh, Diaz who takes a year off and comes back looking fantastic, or you could have a, you know the guys that take you know that much time off and maybe they're they're not ready first like the first round or two. You know, they're coming out, but I don't know, man. I like Lawler and that dude, I got to go with the champ on that, man. It seems like other than Marquardt, the guy that gave Woodley the most trouble was Rory McDonald. And he's such an awkward fighter, like a really, really awkward fighter. And that's not the way Robbie Lawler is. He's not an awkward fighter. He pretty much is a straightforward, you know, let's, yeah. let's throw down. Uh, I don't know. I mean, have, have they sparred together, you know, when they were at American Top Team together? That, they train together. I mean, Woodley obviously wants this fight for a reason. He didn't. He didn't want the Hector Lombard fight, uh, maybe because he wasn't the champ. But he didn't. He didn't. He definitely didn't want that fight. This, this fight he wants, and on paper, uh, he's a better. You know, Robbie's better than Lombard. But I guess in the gym, I mean, Lombard has spooked a lot of people. Maybe, but Lombard on paper, like, Lomb- Robbie's been okay. Uh, on paper, he's he's a champ, and yeah, Lombard is yeah. I mixed that up. Number seven or eight. But or yeah, something. why 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 go with a possible loss when you have nothing to gain from it in a sense? Yeah, I think it's so hard to strategize in this in this game because it's like if you know you don't know what the right decision is. If you say, listen, I, I'm ready for a title shot. I'm going to sit. I'm going to wait. Like the landscape can change so quick with injuries and fights changing around. It's like. I don't know how you make the right decision sometimes because you might sit and wait and that might be the right decision or you might end up getting shelved for like a long time and yeah. miss miss your opportunity. So it's like... Or you might take a fight in him between here and there and get hurt or get beat. Yeah. We're going to call Strauss right now. Uh, we also have to talk about another fight that got made today it was the Glover versus uh, Anthony Johnson uh, was signed as well as uh, Valentina, whatever her last name is. We had her on the podcast. She's the girl who lost to Amanda Nunez, who's an amazing kickboxer. She's fighting Holly Holm. She, she beat Joanna Yunjunchuk twice in kickboxing, this girl. So a couple of good fights have been made. Sound like a really good fight. All right, so we're waiting for Daniel Strauss to pick up the phone. Uh, meanwhile, in the meantime, uh, Glover Teixeira is fighting Anthony Johnson. I think it's a rough fight for Glover. I think it's going to be, I think Rumble's, I don't know. I mean, Glover's never been dropped and never been stopped as far as knocked out. 
But that a lot of people could probably say that before they fight. Rumble's and, coming for the Redeemer, son. I think he's going to do it. For, for Rashad Evans? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think Rumble's going to win this fight. Yeah. I mean, wrestling, he's got him. Power, he's got him. Mm-hmm. Athleticism. Athleticism. Maybe jujitsu. We got to go with Glover based on the fact that yeah, his name definitely. is Glover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely. But I don't know. I, I just think Rumble's got it. Conditioning, we're gonna go with Glover. Conditioning, go with Glover. Is it a five? It's a five round fight, probably. More than likely, yeah. So, uh, but uh, Rumble usually specializes in not going five rounds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he uh, tries to make uh, sure he does that. I like to share a lot, but man, this is a tough call. I think. I mean, Rumble's such a handful, man. For okay, anybody. we're now no, on this podcast. We're never. Uh, me too. We're not allowed to say I like this person. It's a tough call. It's uh, we just we, honestly <laughs> we have to just give our opinions, and that's it. No, no more qualifying stuff. I understand it. I have these. I have friends too. I want people to like me as well. All right, I'm gonna but go. I'm gonna go out on a so, limb then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say to Shara for the upset. Really? Okay. I think he's got good hands. The dude is tough. It would be an upset and- if to Shara won. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think yeah. I think uh, Rumble's probably the favorite because I, I think he's he's proven himself in there a number of times. But I think to Shara's on a uh, a good good streak. And I like the he fact looks that good. the guy that to share. I mean, the guy that Rashad fought. I mean, they're in the same camp. I like the. That's what I'm trying to say. I like the fact that they're in the same camp. He's already helped. Rumbles helped Rashad prepare for Glover, and then it's going to be backwards now. And they just saw him. You know, so you yeah. Can but tell look at the Ryan wrong. Bader. Bader went out beat. Rashad Evans, and then Rumble just destroyed Peter. I think it's kind of like a big brother thing now, where you beat up my little brother, guess what? You're getting fucked up by me. (laughs) And that's what seems to be going on. Uh, Another fight that actually, um, that just got booked, uh, is, um, what are we talking about? Another fight that, uh, Holly Holmes against, um, I'm going to butcher, Valentina Shevchenko, UFC 20, uh, July 23rd, uh, UFC on Fox 20 in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, also, Gilbert Melendez versus Barboza on that card. Ooh. That's a rough night for Gilbert Melendez. I got Barboza oh, winning that man, fight. Man, Barboza has, I, I can't call him. He's like my Neil Magny. He's like my kryptonite. Whenever I go against him, he wins. When I when I go for him, he loses, you know? But Gilbert hasn't fought in a while. Yep. I think his last fight was what? Um, when he got popped for roids against Eddie Alvarez. Yep, yep. So I think he's coming to redeem himself. I, I always like a fighter that has some, I mean, because that's my kind of thing. If I lost or something happened to me and you haven't seen me in a while, I'm always coming back to be great. No, so I always give them the benefit of the doubt that they're thinking like a champion. Like if I just took a loss, like I'm, I would pick Pettis for his next fight. I don't care if he's 0-3 in the last yeah. three fights. I'm picking Pettis for if his next fight. If he could wrestle fuck Barboza and get him to the ground because Gilbert's a good wrestler. I think he's a college wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and he's a little he, slow on his feet as far as like being able to keep up with Barboza. But if he could wrestle, he's he he has a shot. If he grinds it, makes it ugly, yeah. wrestles him. If he tries to strike with this dude, sorry Gilbert, nine, it, nine, it's nine. gonna be bad. Nine, it's gonna nine. be bad. Um, Holly Holm versus Shevchenko. Oh, I, you didn't like, like even get Tyler. Oh, Tyler. What do you think about Tyler? I don't care who you like, by the way. As a, as a person. <laughs> I don't like either of those guys. Uh, let's go. No, I don't. Um, uh, yeah, probably Barboza on that. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to think. I'm like, no more probably. No, but Barboza looks so big. I was like, are they even in the same weight class? Yeah. Gilbert's what fight big... is that? At 55? Yeah. Damn, Barboza. Yeah, looks he's like a big, big dude. You no, know, he he is a big 55er, but I mean, he's he's cut up. Looks good. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, and then another, uh, let's see, another uh, 
gig, another, I just got booked at a Cinco de Mayo gig at a Mexican restaurant. This is going to go really good tonight, by the way. Um, Holly Holm versus Chevchenko. Listen, Holly Holm is getting screwed in this situation. This girl is a beast. She, um, her first fight in, she beat up Sarah. McMahon? No, no. The girl from Canada. The one that Ronda Rousey beat. I gave my gifts. Sarah Kaufman. She beats up Sarah Kaufman. She's like six. I don't, she's a really, really good striker. She beats Joanna Janjunchek twice uh, in kickboxing. She just lost to, I was there, against Nunez. But if it was a five-round fight, she would have won. It was one of those fights where she lost the first two rounds close, dominated the third round, and you're like, man, if only there were two more rounds. Are and we, there wasn't. Are we? <laughs> you, you had to put that in there because of my look. I, I was saying, are we talking about ifs here? Are we, yeah, are not we, are we wishing just, a bun well? I'm saying that Holly Holm des- deserved that immediate rematch. Yeah. That was, you can't, why are we giving people, yeah. like, why are we giving uh, Conor McGregor a rematch against a guy who stops in the second round mm-hmm. uh, versus a person who went five rounds against Tate and would have won had she not gotten choked in, 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 the, in the last minute? Mm-hmm. Why is TJ Dillashaw not getting a rematch in favor getting uh, getting the next fight against Cruz? It has to be more consistency. I think if you lose, if you win two rounds against the, again, I don't know how. <laughs> what if, I'm going to say is. There has to be a thing where if you lose your belt, yeah. but you win two out of the five rounds, mm-hmm. you should get a rematch. Why? Because that's just like, right? I mean, because it's a close enough fight. It went mm-hmm. five rounds. You yeah. lost a, uh, mm-hmm. even the United decision. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even lost a decision. But, like, you know, if you, if you lose all, if you get blank five rounds, five, 50 to 45, I would say, you know, maybe. Go sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, if it's, but if, it's, if it's a close three rounds to two, you should get the rematch, especially if you were the champ. If you, I mean, I could see if you weren't the champ, but if you're the champ, TJ was the champ. He beat Burrell twice. He beat Joe Soto. I mean, okay, Joseph, whatever, <laughs> but still beat Joe Soto. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you out. What's with, that? With the way you're feeling. Yes. You're still thinking of it. As, keep saying as this. a fucking sport. And you're not still a, thinking this is a sport. I, this is about the fans I, I was, in the stands. I was just going to say, how much do you think fans influence the matchmakers, if they do? And then also... Uh, 99% okay, of look, if you make a girl almost <laughs> orgasm, you should be able to fuck her again. Okay? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? I mean, if, she, if she's not even close. And she just sits there with the fucking see, but dead that, face. Or she's a starfish, lays there, whatever. But, but if you get her like, oh, oh. Oh, I was right there. You should be able to fuck her again if you were right there. If, in, that, right? in that, situa- right. in that situation, in that situation, in that situation, the girl is the fighter and the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. but you can't call her friends up and be like, "Yo, I almost made her come. Can I get a rematch?" <laughs> have you ever fucked the chick, Tyler? No, no, no. But have you ever banged the girl because her friends were super hot and that you knew she was going to tell her friends that you like? Bang, no, they're really good. Know. That's and thinking then, too much. Oh, I, I, I've done that back in the day. Uh, that's way too that's much. That's like there some was a Shakespearean. There, no, there was this chick that I had stretch. such a crush on. This is my in. This is my in. <laughs> so I banged her friend, but her, they were all a bunch of they were all porn stars. So they they were kind of cool with like they were in in a very 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 liberal chicks. And and I knew that if I bang one, that she would tell a friend. Like so I had sex with her like five times that night, just like. I mean, I was a. You were I was, auditioning. I was you were putting it in show. Yeah. I was trying to get a callback. Yeah. I was. I got a callback with her, but I was trying to book other gigs yeah, from this it. gig. You know? <laughs> but my, my, my habit. 
Almost. Did you? Uh, I, I, I was working on night calls and I came in and then the girl I told her friend, they were whispering and she came up to me and she's like, she kind of grabbed me sort of. And this was years ago. This is back before I had a girlfriend. Did you get it on uh, tape? Of course. Did yeah. you get it on tape for your reel? No, no, I did not get it on tape. But, but you, you've never tried that. You never, Bubba, knew that like. I never tried. I think it may have happened once or twice, but I've never tried to be like, oh, I'm going to hit this girl because she's going to tell her friends and then I'm going to hit her too. No, that's. <laughs> That's that's not how it happened. I can but see. I there can, were times where I had sex with a girl. She told her friend, and then her friend was very curious. And you know, me being the dog that I am, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could. You can't pass up a free bone like I that. Could, I could. I could see that being the next thing, especially in Hollywood. Adam, like you talk to a girl, and she's like, "Well, how are you in bed?" You are like, "Can I send you a link?" <laughs> oh my god! So I, do, I go, "Hey, you want to do a gig tonight? It's at LA Live. Mm-hmm. The gig's at five o'clock, at five thirty. And there's a bikini contest. Damn, I have an audition at 540. Uh, fuck. Oh, we're going to cut this, correct? No, I don't even care. This is, this is the kind of gig. That, it's always this. I get auditions at a, a bikini contest. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Who, I mean, everyone hates bikini contests. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, of course, it's we don't like want to be there It's like that Chris Rock joke, though. Like, once you get a girlfriend, that you get that phone call. Hey, me and my friend are having a dick-sucking contest. We want you to be the judge. <laughs> like, you never got that call when you were single. That, that, by the way, if anyone ever asked me, my favorite comedy album of all time is Bring the Pain, Chris Rock. And the backstory to that, people don't know this, is that Chris Rock was... Not he was he had to follow Martin. Him and Martin were on tour, mm-hmm. and Chris Rock had just got fired from In Living Color as the executive producer. He was not doing that well. He was like making his movies were not doing very well. He was like he was not doing that well. And Martin Lawrence was at the time Fire. hosting Def Jam. Martin Lawrence, Martin, Martin movies, and Martin would do like an hour. Before Chris and Chris was bombing left mm-hmm. and right after Mar- couldn't follow Martin Lawrence. It was like really awkward for Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris went underground, trained like Rocky, fucking did every shit and brought the club, pain. Came back, but bring the pain. I gotta listen to it now, and it's the best comedy album I've ever heard, and and it holds up. It is the funniest shit you've ever seen. And his other albums, Bigger and Blacker, and other stuff, they were good. They were, they were yeah. great. Not even good. They were great. But Bring the Pain was the best. And an album is, I mean, a comedy album is just like a regular CD album. It has uh, different tracks on it. Yeah, but yeah, but you got to watch it. You got to like yeah. watch it on DVD because it's Chris Rock's. He makes those expressions where mm-hmm. he's just like, Damn. absolutely. They, you know, they don't, they don't make them like Chris Rock anymore. Bring the Pain. Yeah, it's just the social. Con- it was so ahead of its time. So ahead of its time. My favorite. Um, I wouldn't even say the album. I wouldn't know what to call it. But um, Dave Chappelle. Um, Kill, him Kill him softly. softly. That was good. Oh but but watch Bring that the Pain. Was, that was my... you never seen Bring the Pain? I, I probably have. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of laughing. Whenever yeah. I get sick or whenever I'm hurting or I'm in pain, I always put on something that makes me laugh because it always makes me feel better. That's the stand-up album medicine. for me too, man. I remember... Because I didn't grow up watching a ton of stand-up. I was more into like Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. But I remember that album... Uh, or like oh. watching it like on the I'm going to watch it when I get a chance for no, sure. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. So what else is going on in MMA news? Uh, so TJ Dillashaw is fighting Rafael Asuncio. Uh, should be a good fight. Asuncio beat him. He's a good fighter, Asuncio. Uh, he, he beat Brian Caraway. Tough guy. Tough fight for TJ. Because it's... Because he didn't make her come, man. He did, he, right, he, he didn't make her come. And it was just a tough fight for him because if he loses, he goes back. He really drops to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were him, I'd almost sit out and try to fight the winner of Dominic Hit Cruz. Hit him with a T. Fa- Woodley? Favorite. 
in some ways. No. I mean, he was a, Woodley was never the champion though, and I think they could they could sell Woodley. I think Woodley is no is, hit him with a T Woodley as in the fact that I'm I'll take 16 months off because I can to come back and fight. He also, you know, Woodley was in that movie NWA, the NWA movie. He's got he's a, does acting, does commercials, uh, but I mean the guy's got six kids or something. He's got a he's got a full house. But a nice little village. Nice little village. Yeah. yeah. What would Wood do? What would Wood do? He would sit out. Yeah. So um, Michael Bisbing has said that everybody in his division is on steroids. <laughs> he thinks everybody. Well, he that's thinks. pretty pretty good bet. Good yeah. Bet. <laughs> you know, not a bad bet. So this this weekend, uh, Arlovsky's fighting Overeem, two teammates. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on Monday. They trained together before. Obviously. They trained together. I think Overeem all day. You think they're having a camp together right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> you think Overeem all day? I think so. I, I yeah yeah. Arlovsky's out a, of the prime, man. Well, I think they both are, man. They both have had a, a number of flash knockouts, each of them. So. I I my prediction is someone is going to sleep. Yeah. Uh, wow, that is such you're you're really going out of the fucking <laughs> yeah. limb here, man. If you would let me finish. <laughs> All right, go on. I think the most likely scenario is that we see a double KO. They both get to the middle, throw a and just blam both out as they, as they touch gloves. That, that's how shot they are. And then and then I got Overeem though. Like I just feel like he can he can pull up the old Overeem more than Arlovsky can pull up the old Arlovsky. Yeah. Yeah. But I did watch a clip today where uh, I think Crow Cop almost decapitated him while he was in the middle of jumping or something like that. Yeah. Oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit him so hard. It, it, Have you guys seen the new, by the way, off topic before we're back, the new female Ghostbusters trailer? Oh, my gosh. It has got the most dislikes of any trailer in the history of, of trailers. It has like 800,000 dislikes. Is it like Ghostbusters but with females? Yes. It's Ghostbusters... With females, it's that, and and uh, <laughs> and they did nothing to change it. Dodgeball. Like it wasn't like a different story. It's the exact same Ghostbusters with Kristen Wee, uh, Wig. Uh, what's her Wig? Is that Kristen her name? Wig. Uh, Leslie's in it. The what's that girl? The um, uh, she's on SNL. Leslie. No, Leslie Jones. But then yeah. the the girl that that's in like the boss. The the the, the boss. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. Bigger. She's, she's everywhere. She's uh, <laughs> what's her name? Melissa McCarthy, yeah. it looks so bad. This Ghostbusters, and I'm just our our generation is just remaking everything. It's like we've run out of good ideas. It's just, we're remaking remakes at this point. It, it, it's gotten, but it's one of those things where like the first one had Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. You know, you had these like legendary uh, people, and then they took it seriously. Where this one is like they're like commenting on it. It's like they're like, oh, th- this is cool. We're in book like we're. It's like it's almost like they're doing a, like a, a sketch. It seems like I'm watching a sketch. Than a real movie trailer, uh, but yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't know. I I just I'm not a fan of any of these remakes. Karate Kid Two, or they did the they had Will Smith can't, kid as the Karate Kid. Can't we just make Spider Man again? No, I come or like <laughs> they're all. Everyone I know has a script. Uh, some of them have to be good. I mean, one of them has to be good. Every person I meet has a script in Hollywood. I just can't believe there's no like good fresh ideas that we just keep recycling. The I wonder if people same. are actually going to see it though. I mean, it got eight hundred thousand, the most disliked trailer in of all time. I think a lot of these Hollywood. I think they think if we throw enough stars in any movie, like have you seen? There's uh, there's a series of movies like Valentine's Day. Everybody and, and- doing the DJ Khaled. You get a bunch of rappers on the album, and we the best. Yes, and they you get make, all they of just them. Go all the way. They should remake Rambo with a chick. 
you know, and then like to start, you know, just remake Rocky, the like, Hulk. Uh, like every every guy's movie, like the Hulk's a chick or something. You know, like seriously, just go all out with it. Everything is a girl now. It's just a, it's a star. I don't know what they were thinking though, and why they would think that that would actually work. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters female version. Yeah, it's terrible. All right, so uh, but that is all the sexism I'm going to give you for today. Uh, Stefan, <laughs> no, it's not sexism. It's really not sexism. If they remade it with guys, I'd be pissed. If they remade it with guys, I'd be like, enough. If they yeah, remade it with it was, uh, with Ryan Reynolds, I'd be like, no, come on. This it, is it has nothing to do with the fact they're girls. It, it's just, it's just, it's just. It was good. Leave the, it alone. The remake itself is bad. I just can't imagine the pitch. So a guy comes in and he's like, hey, what if we did Ghostbusters? But get this. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but with girls. And they were like, okay, and what else? No, that's it. Just the same movie. but And someone was like, you know what? I'm digging that. <laughs> and then they oh, they went for it. They're like, brilliant. I yeah. wonder what their faces are when they saw the trailer. Had 800,000 dislikes. They Somebody put, jumped out of a building. Or they were like, you know what? Dislikes are good. That means that people, <laughs> people are actually engaging. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. They burned their computers. And <laughs> like suicide went up. All right. So Daniel Strauss, could you call him now? He's, he's calling me right now. Uh, but seriously, somebody's saying it's good. And people are actually going to go see it. I don't know if people are going to see it. Daniel. Hey, hey, hey. My bad, man. I was in a session. I was doing some boxing. No worries. Are you going to see the new Ghostbusters with the four girls? Uh, Probably not. Man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that, was, that was what we were talking about. How's everything going, Daniel? I'm all right, man. I'm hanging in there. Trying to get better. Trying to get healthy. So you're the Bellator champion. You're the man. You finally win the belt. You got the whole world at your feet. And what happened? Yeah. Nothing happened. I'm, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm, I'm going to continue to be here. But you, but you got injured, right? What happened? I mean, what happened? Yeah, injured? yeah, yeah. Broke, oh, but uh, broke my hand against that knucklehead. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I've just been trying to heal up from that. Uh, it was probably, it was a really bad break. I broke the septimental carpal in the first round. And uh, yeah, so it's like one of those breaks where it's, you know, the only thing I can do is just, it's just time. You know what I'm saying? So, is it was it was it your was your uh, right hand? Uh, left hand. Left, left hand. hand. So I mean, so what were you do? Were you able to do any kind of wrestling or jujitsu or boxing? Nothing, huh? No, nothing. You know, I've really been. Uh, I mean, I've still been doing a little strength and conditioning uh, lately. I've recently I've been doing a little bit of you know boxing and a little bit of wrestling, but nothing too you know nothing major because I can't really grip. You now, know, I have all. Now, are you a righty or lefty? I'm a lefty. lefty. So, so now you have to learn how to jerk off with your right hand or no? Yeah, man. It's, it's hard, man. You know? <laughs> I actually, my Hang penis up. is curved, so I try to like do it anyway just to kind of equal out the curve. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if anybody wants to <laughs> know about that. So, uh, <laughs> but, but, but oh, man, that's real. Okay. So, all right. So now how are we in the healing process? I mean, you just came from boxing, so you're, you're, you're better now? No, no, no. I've, I've been just working with the, you know, my uh, my lead hand, my right hand right now. Um, just, you know, working my movement, head movement, stuff that I can still do. Uh, you know, I can't punch with my left hand. So, you know, it's just been, uh, you know, staying busy just with what I can do, you know. So, uh, like I said, just some head movement, some drills, and, you know, working, staying, keeping my hands up and, and shit like that. How, how many more weeks till you're healed? I don't know. You know, they said I, I could probably maybe punch mid June, wow. but uh, I'm you know just starting ther therapy, 
you know, and uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. And, you know, what the problem was, was when they did the first surgery, the uh, I had some rotation in the bone. So the bone wouldn't line up, which means that it wouldn't heal together. And uh, so this second surgery that they did, they relined it and uh, put another plate on it. So hopefully that uh, it, it stands, you know, still. So. Damn. What about, what about your kicking game? Can we expect to see some more kicks out of you? Oh, you already know. I'm trying to get them down pat. I'm trying to take somebody's head off. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, uh, we're here with Bubba Jenkins. Bubba is very, Bubba's very frustrated. Uh, he, they're not giving him a fight. Nobody wants to fight him. He's sitting here. He, he's just he's just angry, man. He's, an, he's just, <laughs> just, just, just an angry black dude. I can, uh, I, can, I, can, I can hear the frustration. He's breathing out hard on the phone. <laughs> now, now, what, now, what advice would you, because we don't want Bubba to get upset. What, what advice would you give to Bubba so he, he doesn't jump out a window? Oh, uh, man, keep doing what he's doing. You know, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, he had a little stumbling block with Georgia and he came back strong. He's been, you know, fighting good matchups, keep getting good matchups, keep fighting, keep winning. You know, he know how the game go. You know, we, me and Bubba go back. So, you know, the thing with Bubba is just, you know, everybody knows he's an athlete and, uh, you know, talented. So as long as he keeps proving that and showing that, you know, he can go to, you know, the sky's the limit for him too. But it just seems like Bellator... Like they don't promote some of these guys. This is Mrs. Misa. That's not Bob. But they're not. They're not promoting Bubba Jenkins. They're not. They're not promoting uh, uh, Darian Caldwell. Uh, they're not promoting Will Brooks. They're, but but they're putting on Kimbo versus James Str- uh, Thompson twelve. You know. Right. <laughs> they're not even promoting yeah, you as man, a champ, it's, man. It's frustrating sometimes. It's definitely frustrating. Uh, you know, I had somebody else asking that. You know, what do I think about you know the uh, marketing strategy and. It, it's it's always frustrating uh, frustrated me ever since I've been in you know Bellator for a while. I have uh, three losses in Bellator. That's it. And uh, you know for people to and it's not that I'm I want to be a well known name or anything, but when you hear people say, well, you know, I you know I, I don't know who you are, you know, and you fought your ass off for promotion for years, and you're just as talented as anybody else in the roster, and you get passed up for you know. Uh, you know, just some stupid show. It, it, it's it's kind of it is. It's keep preaching, boy. Keep preaching. Keep keep telling the <laughs> people know, it, the gospel, son. It, it's just it's a slap to the face to all of us. You know, especially the ones that's worked hard. You know. Now, uh, two of your teammates are fighting in UFC 201. Robbie Lawler versus Tyron Woodley. Have you ever seen those guys train together? Who won in sparring? Give us the juice. Who do you think is going to win this fight? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I haven't seen them spar together. That I haven't seen. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, if it goes to distance, I think Robbie's going to get it. I think Robbie's just going to, one of those guys that's just, you know, he moves forward. He has one of those chins. He has, uh, you know, the ability to get it done in the later rounds. We've seen that, so. I think if it goes the distance, Robbie wins. But if if it doesn't, it might be a short night with uh, you know, Willis Tyre. You think he can knock out Robbie Lawler? Oh, man. Nah, it's hard to say. <laughs> I swear. Uh no, but it's possible. Anything is possible. It's a fight game. Gotcha. Anything is possible. 
Now your other teammate, Amanda Nunez, is fighting for the title. Should I put money on her? Sure. Yeah, always. You think she always bet on uh, Brazilian, or uh, at least this time. <laughs> <laughs> you think she's gonna beat Misha? Uh, I do. I do. I, I mean, she's a man. She's mean. You should see her in the gym. Uh, has a lot of power. Has a lot of technique. Uh, and she's hungry. She's been. Uh, I think she's been overlooked for a while. And I think uh, you know she's about to get in there and get it done. She pulls some hot chicks too. I seen some of her girlfriends on Instagram. And uh, you guys got to step up your game because she's getting all the hot chicks hey. out of your camp, man. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get her out there. Huh? So, uh, so what's going on? Uh, me, I think it's a good man. I got that new show on uh, Esquire. I'm uh, not on Esquire on Oxygen every Tuesday night. The Living with Funny. I just shot an MTV show. Got a new girlfriend. Hey. Life is good, man. I got, okay. got a you know doing the comedy every night, night of the week. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. You uh, still got that same girlfriend? Always. What's that? Eight years now. In like a hundred years. <laughs> years. Damn, that's good, man. She's so sweet. She loves you. <laughs> she better. I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, but the way she looks at him, like she she looks at him, like because we hung out after he lost, and it was like he was down in the dumps. But she's like, it's okay. He's not a loser. <laughs> and, and, and she looked at me like Somebody Adam. She like she looked at me like Adam. I know. It looks like he's a loser because he got choked out by Pitbull, but he's not a loser. I promise you. And I, I like believed her. I actually you can believed. see that in her eyes yeah. when she looked at him. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, this girl knows. Well, she was obviously telling the truth, right? Yes, yeah, he came back and beat him. <laughs> came back and got the title. You're not a loser. Winners, baby. Winners. It was because it was all Winners. the U. They came to my show. All the UFC guys were there, hanging out, partying. Bellator guys and him and his girlfriend were in the corner by themselves, just looking at, like, gazing at each other. It it was so cute. I'll give you, I'll give you thirty push-ups right now if you can tell me her name. Her name was, uh, it was Hottie. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been Shorty. I don't know. She was short, hot. Shorty, hey, shorty. (laughs) Clown. So uh, your boy's fighting King Mo. How does he look against? uh, Against uh, Phil Davis, I think he looks good, man. I think he gets it done as well. Uh, another, I know it's uh, two wrestlers, and I think uh, it's going to come to the hands. And I just think, uh, you know, Mo's ability to get it done is going to take this, uh, take him to the belt. I, I like King Mo. He's so funny, man. He he might be. The, <laughs> yeah. He no matter how successful he get, he'll be the angriest human being on the planet. <laughs> And, uh, why? Why would you? Why do you think he's angry? He's just angry, man. <laughs> something, something, something happened. He got picked last one time in like fourth it's grade, over, and he's just been pissed off since, man. He is as an angry dude. Oh man, I, I, I love Always him though. But he's he's a he's, a, yeah. he's an angry guy. Uh, so who do you like uh, this weekend? We'll talk about some of the fights this weekend. Um, Stefan Struve or uh, another one of your teammates, right? Bigfoot Silva. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot about the fight. You know, I gotta. Um, it, I think you know. I hate to say it. Uh, you know, I took like true because of his length. You know, he's a kickboxer, but uh, I'm hoping my man can get it done. But yeah, in my head, I, I, I was better on true. But <laughs> nice. Not, All right. You know, I don't want to go against the team. That's fair. That's a, that's a that's a very fair assessment. Now, sometimes, like now, how how hard it's difficult sometimes? Do you see a guy like some of your teammates 
like a guy like Colby Covington, who I'm sure in the gym is in beast, beast mode, goes out there, gets stopped by uh, Warley Alves. Does, does that stuff like that surprise you where you're like, oh, man, I would have bet the house on that guy? Uh, sometimes it does. Uh, we just had a guy uh, fight, uh, I think, Sergio, and I was just, you know, I just knew he was going to get it done. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't surprise me. You know, there's been a few fights where you're just like, ah, man, I was really hoping for the best. But, you know, I kind of seen it coming. But, you know, you get mixed fights um, in this game. You know how it is. Like, you're always thinking guys don't win. But, you know, yeah. you might not be on that A game. Like right. get that chin. I can fuck off. Right, right, right. No, Matt, I love your team, man. American Top Team, I think, is a, is a great team. I think they got a, you got a good little, like, fraternity. Uh, of dudes there. How yeah. you like the new gym? Uh, I've uh, I wanted to go back since I've seen everybody posting pictures about this new grand mansion gym. And I was like, man, I, I miss the good old days. But how, how you like the new gym, the new digs? Uh, it's nice, man. It's a nice little facility they put together. Uh, for me, I, I don't need nothing more than a garage. So you know, it's not nothing for me. But it's uh, it's nice facility. You know, it does have its its perks to it. Aguilar has a juice bar in here. There's a spin class in here. They got dorms. So, you know, it's a nice facility for, you know, you know how it was. People were coming out, staying here for weeks and, you know, scattered all over the place. So I think the, the new place is a good fit for what they had going on. Were you surprised how hard Kimbo gassed against Data? <laughs> oh, man. Nope. Man. That's, that's his teammate. Right? I was. To be honest, I was. I was not expecting that. At least I was expecting two clean rounds of just throwing bombs. You know what I'm saying? So when that happened, I was just like, ah, man. <laughs> I, can't watch, I can't watch this no more. <laughs> right. Uh, shit. You know how it is, Bubba. Like, ah, I know so exactly he's what he's going through over. right now. That sucks. <laughs> hey, you, you turn off the TV and not answering your phone. Nothing. <laughs> 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 That's how bad it was. You you didn't even answer the phone or watch TV. I'm just hey, like, yo, what happened to your boy? What happened to your boy? It was like because you was hoping for a good. I, I sat for the whole. Actually, I did watch the whole thing, but it was like waiting for something good to happen. And it was like, ah. <laughs> that fight was so oh, funny, God. though, man. Uh, Dada Dada asked to come back to uh, to strike for no to Bellator, and Coker was like, "Let's just be friends." It's like it's like it's like a chick <laughs> like that says I, I don't want to fuck you anymore. I just want to be your friend. But yeah, that that was wrong. It was good to hear what you know happened to him. You know, I, I sent a tweet out that somebody, I guess, mocked because I said, you know, uh, regardless of how the fight went, you know, I wished him well with being an athlete. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, no matter what how the how the fight went, you know, uh, guy being injured like that is something serious, and you know. Nobody really wants to see that shit happen in the sport, regardless of yeah. how. No, and then Kimbo tested positive, uh, and now it's now it's a, yeah. a now it's a, a no contest. Well, it never really was a contest, uh, <laughs> but but yeah, now it's a no contest. Now, um, Daniel, so who do you like, uh, John Jones or Cormier in the rematch? Uh, I think John, uh, Jones got it. I think uh, he just still got uh, you know, just that outstanding. Uh, I don't know. It's just something about him. You know, he's still, he's literally, he's pretty much never lost a fight. You know, he has that, 
that that reach, he had that strength, and I think he his last fight showed that uh, you know, not his fight with Owens, but his last fight with uh, DC showed that uh, I think he was a uh, quite superior. So I think uh, you know Jones will win that fight. Now in in uh, in, in Florida, June eleventh. I don't know if you know about this. They're having bare knuckle boxing, and it's Bob it's Bobby Gunn versus Shannon the Cannon Rich. Uh, are you going? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you going to the bare knuckle uh, boxing event? Uh, probably not. Come but, on. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I don't get out much. I ain't trying to. You know. I ain't trying to see them knuckleheads. Trying to be at home. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. Like you know, yeah. Whatever. But... Probably won't be. Nice. Won't see me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's amazing, though. I'm telling you. The whole world needs to know about how you know because you're a guy. You know, you were you were the one of the best wrestlers in the history of Ohio high school. You think you were a state champ, right? Uh, nah, actually, I wasn't. Uh, I uh, I took third my my junior year. My senior year, I was kicked out. Or I was ineligible the first part, and then came back, wrestled nine matches, and then got kicked out, and then uh, got a wild card for. For senior nationals and uh, ended up wrestling and winning that. So I mean, you won nationals high in high school. Then you ended up in jail. You said you were undefeated in jail fights, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won a, won a, like you know, five and zero, oh, something like that. You know, five and zero oh in jail. Now, now were they just knock straight knockouts or were they like legitimate jail brawls? <laughs> nah, man, I, I kind of stayed to myself. I ain't really, you know, I really didn't involve myself in too much trouble. I just tried to. Yeah, but you, yeah, but you told us that one guy came up to you and tested you like the first day, like, yo, yeah. you, you, you think you're tough? And then you just you just cold clocked him, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had a couple where it was, uh, I had this one, this one big cat, I forget where he's from, Springfield, that uh, I got into it with, that uh, ended up cracking his head open. But outside of that, I didn't really, you know, try to get into too much trouble. No, but now Bubba you, know me. Bubba know me. I'm cool, man. I'm just telling <laughs> Bubba. Except for the one time yeah, he was I'm, about I'm, to blast somebody with your cast on Miami Strip. But no, nah, you cool. Hey, right. <laughs> what, 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 what happened until you provoke me? Until you provoke me, I'm cool, man. Yeah. He was just having a good night, and drunk people do drunk things when they when they see beautiful women around. So. You know, wow, yeah. wow. oh, man. it was me, him, and another one of my fighter friends actually fights for Bellator at 55. And it just happened yeah. to be us. And, you know, we were all with our, our, our significant others, our women. And this one drunk guy came up with his jury on all his, all his bling bling. And he's like, Hey, yo, bitch, hey, yo, bitch, talking to somebody in our group. And then, you know, basically all the ears went up. All the dogs' tails, you know, start tucking, and we was ready. We was ready, we was ready to get it. Well, on. Why is it whenever we have a guest on from American Top Team, you have a story about like that you got into a street fight with them? You and Hassan had another one. Yeah, yeah, you no. some club. Fighters do what fighters gonna do, man. <laughs> what do you want to say? I don't be looking for it. I don't yeah, be looking for it. Yeah, I think I think you know it's just that. I don't know those vibes. When you're a fighter and you walk like a fighter, you got that little bit of confidence. Other people who aren't fighters don't really pick up on that, and, right. and they kind of you know step on the wrong Jordan at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Who, who's this guy? Who's this guy right here? <laughs> right. You know, a lot of people want to find out. Bad, I'm about to. Well, well, right, I'm about to knock his ass up. <laughs> yeah. I got a combination I've been waiting to use on a civilian. <laughs> right, right. Gotta do that. Well, listen, Daniel, it's an honor to have you on the show. You made my whole day. Thank you for all you do. 
And uh, hey man, thank you. Sorry about uh, I was in practice. So I apologize, no. but I appreciate you for having me. No worries, man. We'll have you back on soon. Take care, champ. For sure. All right. I'm going. Thank you. Okay, I just saw, I'm looking at my phone right now, and it's basically saying that Yoel Romero is going to fight Bisbing next, Whoa. which is not good for Bisbing. <laughs> like, fuck. I, I mean, if Bisbing can make it out of the second round, he can win this fight. But it's a big if. He just can't. That Yoel Romero hits like a truck, but he gasses. Like it's like a, it's like a truck on empty. Yep. You know. <laughs> So Bisping could win this fight. He just has to stay away from those bombs, which is a big if. Ah, yikes! He's yeah, he's got to keep it moving, and he's got to stay at distance for a while, which I I think he could do. But what do would it, you, but what would you tell Bisping if you were his coach? Fucking pull out injured. <laughs> Come on, really? <laughs> nah. If I was if I was his coach, I would tell him to one stay close to him. You know what I mean? Don't let this athlete get started and mixed up. Um, and two, try to even if you lose the the first two rounds, say it's a five round fight. Even if you lose the two, first two rounds, one keep it close, but create scrambles, create create this up and down kind of heart attack kind of feeling. You know, scrambles here, throw some heavy punches, but then also put them in a clinch, make them have to use his wrestling ability and 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 drain them for the first two periods. Your 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 goal is not to win the first two periods. Your goal is to drain as much energy out of them as you can. Third period, you're gonna fight the fight that you want. How do you do Fourth that, by the way? How do you how do you drain all the energy? I just told you. But how? You, I just said that you just you wrestle them, you you make them get like, into scrambles, like grind them against the cage. What was you doing when I, I was just talking? I was trying to find out why Panty's not online. All right, I, go on. I was gonna say, uh, I, like, obviously uh, Romero's got like a strong ground game, but like his mm-hmm. jujitsu is like maybe I don't know. Bisping could if if, if they do to go to the ground, maybe he could try to like. Uh, time up on the ground and stall some time, but you he's don't a want black belt in judo. This but dude. you don't want Romero. Yeah, judo's on top not of you. on the ground though. You're no, right. but I'm saying he's not going to maybe necessarily threaten for the um, submission as much as he's going to throw you on your head and ground and pound you. Yeah, even with the ground and pound, pound though, it's not like you want to be in a position where he grounds and pounds, but you do want to be in a position where you guys are scrambling. And he has to work. No matter what he's doing, you want him to work. So yeah. even if you wrestle him, when they say, oh, don't wrestle a wrestler, well, if the wrestler's not the same wrestler as he is in the first that he is in the fourth, then you do want to wrestle a wrestler. You don't want to wrestle me at any point because I'm going to smash on you. He's a different style of wrestler because he, he, he'll fade, you know, and if you can get him to create scrambles, create that heart, and what I mean by heart attack moment is like, feel like he's doing something great and then, drown him out feel like he's doing something miraculous and then wrestling you know it's just you want to create that up and down heart spike and then it makes it easy for you in the fourth and the fifth the third round you fight whatever strategy you have to fight like you would fight anybody else in the first you fight that in the third and then the fourth and fifth you'll see that he's not the same fighter and then you start to pick him apart well and Romero definitely has power in his hands but if you you know you do that you know get him wrestling and get him grinding against the wall maybe you Maybe he gasses out his hands a little bit because I, I would imagine the Bisbing still got the striking edge. Uh, you watch, you watch Neil Magny versus Hector Lombard, and you do that exact game plan. No, are you out of your mind? He was almost, he was that fight could have been stopped. You wanted to get he, uh, the first, obviously minus the fact that you were about to be finished, but the fact that Hector had to work as hard as he did. Yeah, because then, was, yeah, you can't. I don't think using your face as a punching bag. For yeah, the, oh, well, let me tweak that. Then you're right. You're right. No, 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 that's a good point. 
obviously don't get punched on like crazy. You know, don't almost get stopped or almost get knocked out. But the output that Hector had to do as far as like the heart spike, what, right. which he did, which he may not have meant to do, but he gave him that heart spike of like, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I just got to knock him out, knock him out. And now he's here again. So his heart's got to go down. And then he hurts him again. So his heart goes up. I mean, it goes up and down, up and down, which creates this kind of panic attack that you really don't see coming. It just happens to you. You go to your seat, your stool, and you're like, whoa. You know, I've just been into a scramble. I've just been into this. And the whole time, he's getting more tired, more tired, more tired. And then it changes. I mean, it, it drastically, you have to be in there to feel that change. And it, it hits you before you even realize it. Yeah, I mean, like now that I'm thinking about it, Bisping is a really good kickboxer. He's, yeah. That was his base. If he stays away from him and makes him chase him, as opposed to like getting, because I think getting in on like in on the clinch it's a bad idea because Lombardo, you know, I mean, Lombardo, uh, Romero. Romero will throw those uppercuts yeah. and, and might ground and pound him. The, the thing that worries me about this fight for Bisbing, and I don't know if it's even officially been announced, but this is someone who just wrote on Twitter, uh, is that Bisbing's been hurt by people who don't punch as hard. You know, he's been hurt by guy like Talos Latus hurt him. Uh, didn't finish him, but had him, had him rocked. I don't think Latus hits as hard as Romero. It seems like Romero just is a fucking truck i mean he stopped tim kennedy who's not an easy guy to stop he had uh uh jacare on queer street he has these some of these guys even Derek brunson when he stopped him in the third you know he he just hits like a truck uh but you know it's a good fight for bisbing uh it's because he's ranked i think he's ranked higher than bisbing and romero if he yeah. hadn't got popped for <laughs> you know what romero's like top three yeah but he got popped for that <laughs> That That'll stuff. change your ranking. I know, but it sort of ha- it puts an asterisk against. That'll change who you are. Yeah, you're right. Have you ever been offered to take stuff? Uh I, I think people know who I am as far as like you know. If you offer me a a bag of weed or steroids, I mean, I'm probably not even gonna even hear you when you say steroids. If you offer me a bag of weed first, because you're gonna smoke the weed, I'm gonna smoke the weed. Every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to You said you haven't up. smoked in years, though, right? No, it's been eight, on the 15th of this month, be 18 months sober. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I'm, you know, it's been a road. I, I've been listening to a little reggae, getting getting, <laughs> getting my reggae fixed from it. But no, honestly, I mean, it, it, it wasn't, you know, it, it's never been a thing of wanting to get better that I would have to take steroids. I've always felt like I was so godly gifted that whatever talent God gave me was my steroids. You know, right. the fact that I'm a quick thinker, you know, it, it takes a lot to knock me out in a sense. I mean, all these, all, yes. <laughs> I mean, we we're talking about the fact that the reason why I don't want to take steroids. Right. You know okay. what I mean? If you have to take steroids then you obviously don't have confidence in yourself in some aspect of it. Right. The reason why I don't take steroids is because I'm godly gifted. You are very, you are blessed. You are gifted. You are a naturally talented guy. Like I said, I think your one fault is that you have to learn sometimes, like when they say, don't touch the stove, you touch the stove. And then you're like, hmm, how hot's the stove? Uh, and then what can I, and then, and then once you touch it, you're like, it's hot, you're not going to touch it again. Uh, but now yeah, I'm definitely one of those guys that got to find out for myself. Yes. You know what I mean? I do listen to people, but when I, when I know that there's a reason for me wanting to find out, then I, then I, I take my own, like my wife can give me advice and then my mom can give me advice and it can be two de- separate advices and, I, and I'm and i going to listen to them. I'm going to weigh the consequences on both of them, but then I'm going to do exactly what I had planned on doing before, <laughs> like as if I never even heard them. But I, I know that there's consequences with all that stuff, you know? And the reason why I might burn my hand is maybe I want to make my skin tougher or I want to find out how hot is hot. And maybe it was hot for you, but it might not be that hot for me kind of thing, you yeah. know? 
that that's my thinking behind why I would touch the stove or not. <laughs> Do you think you're the most gifted athlete in MMA in Bellator? Hmm. Hmm. That is a trick question. That's Come a, on. That's a setup question. That's not a setup. Yeah, he said. <laughs> that's a setup question. But you know what? Fuck it. You goddamn right I am. <laughs> goddamn right. I'm a beast. There ain't none like me. There's none before me, and there's none to come. Well, come on, really? You think you? I mean, all right. So come I would on. say gifted athletes in Bellator. Uh, you, I would say Melvin Gillard is a pretty gifted athlete. Doesn't uh-huh. necessarily always use his his, mm-hmm. his, his fired IQ. Is the thing I would say is that everything that the gifted athletes that you can see other than me can do, I can do everything that they can do. Really? I mean, can you jump off the cage like some of these people? Mm-hmm. Like 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 some of the some of the flying things mm-hmm. people do. Really? I can do everything that they can do. Hmm. I choose not to, but I can do it. If someone was like, yo, I'll pay you. You could do a backflip like Darian Caldwell? If someone was like, yo, well, the the risk of it, going to the top of the cage and doing a backflip, I I wouldn't just do that to do it. Now, I when I was younger, I used to do crazy shit like that all the time. Yeah. But I, I ended up hurting my wrist one time on a backflip. And, <laughs> and I've never backflipped since. But I used to, I mean, that's because oh, I was getting crazy with it. I got bored of doing regular backflips. I've, I got I've crazy never been it. blessed or gifted. I, I had to work harder than everybody to be good at stuff. I can do a standing backflip. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I, 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 there's every a fear time, factor but every, in it, though. Every time I see guys do that after a fight, um, I'm just like, you're gonna I'm, snap your ankle. I'm just waiting for someone to get hurt unnecessarily. And yep. you're like, no. One day it's going to happen. I imagine their coaches and trainers are just like, don't do it. I don't care it's how so great dumb. of an athlete you are. It's but It's so is, dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. What's the point? Well, because it, it creates that aspect, one, that people are watching. Like, one, if he does a backflip every time, you're like, oh, here comes his backflip. Here it yeah. comes. You know, when Mighty Mouse does that little spinning kick thing that he does, everyone's yeah. basically waiting for it after the fight. So, yeah. That's a little bit safer show yeah, of athleticism. Yeah, and going off the top rope. doing yeah, a, But it shows you how daring he is. It shows you how much energy he has yeah. still at the end of the fight. It shows you how great of an athlete he is, how brave he is in a sense. I mean, people wait for it. But I just wouldn't do it. That's the only reason why I don't do shit like that. You know? And I don't, I don't want to have that unnecessary risk of, yeah. of hurting myself. But if we were in the gym and you were like, you know, I don't have a fight coming up or anything. Like, yo, huh, would you run up this wall and do a backflip? I'd be like, yeah, give me a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, by the way, if you uh, want to see fighters earn more money for backflips and fights and stuff like that, go to tipafighter.com. Tipafighter.com. Nice you can plug. tip the fighters. This week, I'm telling you, we have Amanda Bell uh, as well as uh, Sin, as, as well as uh, Shannon Sin. They're both fighting for Bellator and um, for Invicta. Uh, and uh, by the way, Titan signed their first woman, uh, by the way. Uh, something damn. Carolina Dam. They find their, I, mean, I guess when you sign one woman, you probably should sign two or else she's going to yeah. fight herself. But yeah, um, so tipafighter.com, tipafighter.com. Let's get these fighters paid more, okay? If you like the way Bubba Jenkins is on the podcast, he entertains you every week, give the guy some money, all right? He could use it. If he's, I ever made you laugh, you owe me five cents. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Tip this dude. He's, he's, he's got kids. He's got more kids on the way. He's got an expensive uh, barber bill. Did we talk about his haircut Yeah, by the yet, way, his, his haircut. He looked like he went to Lorenz Larkin's barber. What, you, what happened there? You got well, eight different haircuts on one head right now. You got them right. I ain't never been the same kind of cat. I've always been original. Ordinary. Is your barber bipolar? What, what happened there? No, well... When I have my dreads, people really can't see the fact that I had plans to braid my hair. And on one side, it looks like I just got the regular fade. On the other side, it looks like I got a mohawk 
and I got the braid. I'm, I'm doing, you, I'm doing my own thing here. So you got, give you me got, everything. You got, got a high it. fade on one side. Yes, you got a, a mohawk on the top. He's That's got, right. A crooked mohawk. He's it's, got a, a little. It's called a skew hawk. A skew hawk. He's got some <laughs> line, some line like a like a razor part going yep. up the top, I and got then the braids part. in the back. And I got the waves. Don't forget these so Bubba, over here. So the bottom line is, Bubba couldn't decide what he wanted. He should have called Decipher. Listen. Decipher. If you need to make some changes in your life, okay, call Decipher. Go to Decipher.com. Okay, they will help you make decisions. Like, should I get a mohawk? Should I get a... Ball fade. A, a, what's it called? A ball fade. A bald fade. Uh-huh. Should you get a... What was the thing? Uh, the other type of mohawk you got? A skewhawk. A skewhawk. Okay? I made that up. Call Decipher. They will tell you what you should do. Okay? They will help you with contract negotiations, career management, uh, advice. These guys do it all. Uh, decipher.com. Call that at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Use the code ROASTED and you get 20% off. So, uh, by the way, Penny Kanzan, we kind of screwed up a little bit uh, because uh, what happened was <laughs> the, uh, uh, Strauss was late, so I pushed Penny 10 minutes and then she fell asleep. So she said she's falling asleep. So we're going to have her on Monday. We have Hanato coming in on Monday. Oh, man. Uh, you always schedule the best shit for the days I'm not going to be here. Hanato's coming with Panny. I'm looking forward to this uh, podcast. Monday, you know what? I'm actually, I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm, I'm coming for Monday. I can't wait to see how Screw it. How Hanato and Panny interact. Uh, I think it'll be great. I'm looking for, I'm, gonna be <laughs> I'm coming with this haircut, too. Nice. I want to see what Hribach thinks so, about my haircut. So Panny Kanzad yeah. will be on the podcast Monday. However, but right now we have a guy who's fighting uh, Joe Murphy, the guy that uh, the guy that beat Conor McGregor. Yeah, uh, Joe Murphy, him. right? What's his name? Joe 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 Duffy. Joe, Joe Duffy. Duffy. Joe Duffy, the, the the guy that one of three people that beat Conor McGregor now is fighting Mitch Clark. Mitch Clark from Canada has a great win over Al Iaquinta, lost to Chiesa in a tough war he had, and we're calling him right now. He's a good guy. He's out of Canada. He's a he's a solid dude. He's got a hot girlfriend, good family. I'm friends with his dad on Twitter and Facebook, and he listens to the podcast. Dad loves the podcast, and uh, he's just a good, solid, like laid back, funny guy. Uh, last time we had him on the podcast, we had Hanato and we had uh, Mary Carey. He didn't really get any. Hello. Hey, what's up, Mitch? What's going on? Good. We have Hanato here as well as Mary Carey again. No, I'm kidding. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good, good. What's uh, what's going on? You got a big fight coming up, Joe Duffy. Yeah. Nice. And now uh, yeah. you've been uh, you've been uh, so far you've been attacked by Irish people on Twitter. What's going on? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> basically, like the whole Irish nation like came after me really quick uh, as soon as the fight was announced. It was. I I don't get it. You know, I'm pretty quiet. Keep to myself. I have the same kind of like level of of tan as them so it's (laughs) now what were they saying to you uh usually it's along the lines that i fucking suck (laughs) i'm terrible usually uh, i'm a shitty person and i'm going to get destroyed along those lines usually i don't understand this i mean you're in the ufc did they ask you do you want to fight joe duffy yeah and you said yes and then all of a sudden, what am I supposed to fucking no? What am I supposed to say? No, yeah. am I supposed to say no? Like, yeah. So <laughs> my, you say my job is to fight. So you say I'll fight this guy, and then you get attacked by by his fans. It makes no sense. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no like, sense. well, most most of my fans are Canadian, so they're not going to say anything to like to him. <laughs> also, I think I think Duffy says lives in Canada right now, so yeah. Um, you, that, like, you don't see out, a bunch man. of Canadians <laughs> riding and picketing Joe Duffy. It won't happen. You know, <laughs> pretty quiet. <laughs> For fight, the most part, the fighting Irish against the friendly Canadians. Yes, no, no, <laughs> now you're a, you're a really funny guy. Now, Mitch, Mitch is one of the. He sends me pictures at least three times a week of random puppies. Hey, now, of random oh. puppies. <laughs> and doesn't even like say hello or how's it going. And I'm like, are these your puppies? He's like, no, I just thought it was cute. Like, <laughs> we we have we have the funniest relationship out of all my. I, I always show my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, look at these puppies. She's like, oh, so you've got me lots of blowjobs, by the way. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for those pictures. You're welcome. I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this. <laughs> nice. Now you're fighting Joe Duffy. He does have really good striking. He was like, I think, 16 and one as a boxer. Uh, striking is probably the one area. Would you say is your weakness? You know, yeah. Uh, the thing is, um, how he kind of boxes is very specific to boxing. He does a very uh, like a, almost like a Philly style of boxing with the arm down. And usually that's to like go like get someone to come in and make them feel uncomfortable. Like they have to do something. He's a very good counter puncher as well as combined with he, he moves forward. It's kind of a little bit different because it's not a Muay Thai stance when he does move forward a lot. It's more of like almost like a European kickboxing combined with like a Kyokushin karate movement. So yeah, he's good in in that sense, but I think um, it's, it's different. Like I'm, when, when we're standing, I'm more of kind of a brawler and he, he likes to snipe his shots and kind of like pick where he wants to go. And, uh, he, he's very good at it. Now, are you not going to get into a brawl this time? Your last fight against Chiesa was a brawl. You had a broken hand. You were fighting with one hand, hopping on one foot. You had like a torn ACL, torn MCL. You had no shoulder. Uh, this, are we going to fight a smarter fight this time? Or are we just going to go fucking guns a blazing? Why, why change, why change it up? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, uh, you know, obviously there has to be a little bit of method to the badness, but you know, um, like obviously I can't just go waiting in. That's what he wants. He wants to pick his shots and use his counter punching, obviously. So, um, if I do that, I'm going to get hit a lot more than I really need to or want to. So, um, you know, we're working on a game plan right now and kind of figuring how, how he moves and what he likes to do to set up. He's got some very nifty setups that we've been watching. And uh, one of my training partners uh, already does that Philly style. So, you know, it's good in that sense. I can kind of like get used to that style, but you know, he's, he's, he's good at it, but um, I'm just going to go out there, go be me. Nice. Now, are you, are you watching the Dustin Poirier kind of laid out a, a blueprint on how to beat him? Are, are, are you studying that fight very carefully? A little bit, you know, um, the other person was Kyle Watson, I believe his name, uh, the really, the, the smaller lightweight, he was on tough. They fought to get into, into the house, uh, the season, George St. Pierre, uh, coached against Koscheck and Duffy was on that season to fight to get in the house and he didn't get in. Kyle Watson kind of laid the, the blueprint there. So, you know, there, there is a blueprint. The thing is the people he's beaten have, have kind of showed what not to do. Um, what's his name? The, that little Jake Lindsay. Uh, he just let Duffy do whatever he wants. Also Jake Lindsay's tiny. The Brazilian he fought kind of forced the action too much, got hit more than he should have and kind of forced the action to the point where he gassed himself out and just tried to lay in, in Duffy's guard and paid for it. So 
uh, you got to kind of look at the whole picture of what not to do and kind of what lays the, the blueprint. Obviously, Poi uh, laid a, a good, solid foundation of what to work on. But, you know, uh, some of that was set off by the fact that uh, the eye poke, I believe there was, and yeah. and uh, Poye's nose was broken so badly that, uh, you know, he probably wasn't able to push the pace the way he wanted to. Now, I like you. The thing about, about you, though, is that you're so unassuming. Uh, I remember you came to my comedy show, and th- there were all these girls walking past us, and I'm like, hey, he's in the UFC. And one girl goes, yeah, right. You have to be 200 pounds to be in the UFC. <laughs> and walks away. And then look, the look on your face of like, fuck, I, I get no respect. Uh, but it, it, it's, very, it, uh, it's very endearing. People have not caught on to you yet. Like we, like we did that, that interview where we had that most humble fighter in the UFC. And I was asking you, guys, you can beat. You're like, oh, hell no. That guy's huge. That guy's a monster. You're the most unassuming, down-to-earth Canadian fighter in the history of fighting? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't like being brash. Obviously you have to have uh, a certain level of, you know, confidence, obviously, but you know, I, 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 I remember the days where fighters fought and now it's to the point where everyone needs to just talk to get fights. And I hate that shit. You know, um, everyone in the UFC is good. You know, everyone can win pretty much. You know what I mean? So, like obviously there's some, some tomato cans at the bottom of the roster, but everyone can win and everyone's good. And to just say, oh, I fucking destroy this guy or kick this guy's ass. It, it's not really my style. Do I believe I can win? Yes. But do I feel the need to really go out and say, you know, this guy's a piece of shit and he sucks at fighting and you know, stuff like that. Not really necessary in my opinion. Yeah, that's uh, Bala. Thought your thoughts. I agree with them, man. You know, people forget that Connor has started this thing, and everybody wants to get that Connor money. So everyone's trying to act like Connor when, you know, some people can't live up to that. Some people aren't really that kind of boisterous, and you know, I think that it's smart to just play your role of who you are because a lot of people try to get out of that box, but. It works for some people and it works against some people because if he gets in your head, you know, it's a problem. But I like what he's saying about he remembers a time when you just knuckled up and you didn't have to sell the fight. The fact that you were fighting is what's selling. But Mitch, you, sh- you should go all the way with it. Like I remember watching wrestling where they, they had this guy Raven and he would sit in the corner and, ju- and just be like, what about me? What about Raven? And not even wrestle. He would just be like complain about how he was abused as a child during the match. Like you should, you should do that. Like during your promos, be like, yeah, I'm probably not going to win. Uh, this guy is much better than me. You should go all out, man. Right? Nobody's with me on this? No. No? That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'm, I'm just shooting from the hit, man. Just fucking just pitching it. Don't have to kill the messenger, guys. Fine. Yeah, I think there's room for the nice guy. Just go out there. Let your fight and talk for itself, man. Now, do you still have that same yeah. hot girlfriend, the actress? Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to start hooking instead. You oh, told yeah. me we were doing that. Right, instead. I told you, yeah. yes. All right, of course. We're going to become male gigolos. But, uh, you, uh, but by the way, Mitch is dating the, the number one actress in Edmonton, Canada. Uh, she is. I don't. I don't know if that's technically true, but okay. let's go with it. She's this beautiful theater chick. She's smart. She's fun. She's like boisterous. Tell us about her. She's really nice, and um, <laughs> she lets me touch her butt. That's about it. <laughs> those, those are all very good qualities. Uh, by the way, now you said you have a, you want a couple more fights, right? And then you want to join the WWE. <clears throat> is this true? Or be an Iron Chef. Or be an Iron Chef. Have you ever done wrestling or a before? Pirate. Have you done pro wrestling before? 
No, not yet. Are you thinking about it for real? I don't know. You know, like, um, obviously the nice guy routine won't really work, but you know, like there's always, I like, like, I want to have entertaining fights. You know, I, I, I like, I like to think that I try to be entertaining. Um, I don't know. Like there's, there's always options off, off, once fighting's done, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of open doorways to do other stuff that, you know, you still kind of get not necessarily the spotlight, but you know, you get to do stuff and entertain people and have fun. And you know what I mean? Like I, I like fighting. It's fun, but you can't fight forever. You know what I mean? So like I can only go so long teaching boot camps and fighting full time, you know? Now, dude, it's funny. He, he did this grappling, super grappling match against this guy who was like, I don't know, undefeated. And Mitch goes in there and, and like subbed him. But the announcers were just shitting on you the whole time. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily know. Why. Well, well, he was the local guy and he was supposed to win and he was supposed to like make his name off of me. But, you know, the big thing was just go out there, go have fun. It was a new experience. And, you know, I, I didn't expect him to be six foot five, but he was. So I had to make some adjustments. And then apparently even other Canadians hate me at times. So just deal with it. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Mitch Clark? Yo, he got it done, man. Sometimes you just gotta love the hate. He yeah. got it done. That's <laughs> true. Now, 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 Bubba and Mitch. Uh, Bubba is having a tough time. He's ranked number five in his division, but the top two guys are fighting each other, and then number three and four are fighting each other, and nobody wants to fight Bubba. Uh, any any words of advice for Bubba? Um, I don't know. I just. Just be you, man. Like, go fight. Well, I know, depends if you really need to get a fight. I think Bubba is deserving of a title shot. He's been beating a lot of guys, really good guys, and there's no reason in him not fighting for the title. And I think he he has a very good chance of beating the the title holder. So I don't know if you need to stay active, find someone to you know find someone kick their ass and then and then get get in there. But you know, or you could go the old school way and just like wait by the cage and wait challenge all the winners all at once. Is that battle royale? <laughs> I like that play. I'm away by the cage. <laughs> Wait by the cage. That's right. So, so Mitch Clark, where are you fighting Joe Duffy? And when? Uh, MGM Grand, uh, July 7th. I'm fighting uh, on the fight night, I think 90, the RDA versus Eddie Alvarez card. Oh, the, 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 uh, the fight pass one, Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, on that whole international fight week card. So I, I, I'm going to be in Vegas. It, you know, week. it's an amazing week. Yeah, I'm going to be Sorry? in Vegas that week. I'm going to be at the uh, Stratosphere that week. So I'm going to watch that fight. Awesome. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I plan on putting on a show. You know, I, I always come out. I train hard. I fight hard. And then I eat a shit ton of pizza. <laughs> will, you, will you thank me after you win? <laughs> you, you know what the thing is? is like after, Even after the times I've won, they never let me on the microphone. So I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> Nobody, nobody likes him. Listen, Mitch. I'm, just, I'm apparently a piece of shit. If you go by the internet and how I'm treated a lot of the time, I'm apparently just a giant piece of shit. You're not. And you actually you actually use Decipher, right? Yeah, I do. Yes. So here's a guy in the UFC who uses Decipher, our sponsor. Decipher, okay. This this guy's legit. Mitch Clark, the the, the people's champion. Just, <laughs> yeah. okay, let's, let's start that. <laughs> you are the you are the everyday fighter. You're a guy. You work hard. You you're fighting to pay the bills. You got a pretty girl. You got a beard. I'm telling you, man. 
Uh, I don't have a beard anymore. Oh, all right. You don't have a fucking <laughs> beard anymore. You, you, you lay it down, bro. You, you are you are the everyday fighter. You are the Barry Horowitz of the UFC. Okay. I don't know what that means. He was this guy in wrestling that like would always come out and he he lost a lot. But listen, but you but you're the Barry Horowitz if he, if like he won. Okay. If he, you're the winning. <laughs> you're, you're this, the, this, this is awful too. This is as bad as you making WCW references. All right, okay. You're, but you you actually tapped out Ali Quinta with one of the most beautiful submissions I've ever seen in my life and. Uh, and we're going to get it done. Joe Duffy, you're, you're getting put on watch, motherfucker. All right? Mitch Clark's got this. Right, Mitch? Can you be my hype man, please? Yes, yes. I happen to like Joe Duffy. Okay, for the Irish people, don't fucking come at me. But I'm telling you, listen. Mitch Clark's got this. He's Mitch. What, what's your nickname? Danger Zone. Mitch Danger Zone. Highway to the Danger Zone. Yes, Mitch Danger Zone <laughs> Clark. Good luck, man. Thanks for everything, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Most humble fighter in the history of the UFC. What yeah. do you think? Seems like a nice guy, man. Walks in the danger zone, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that animal. his walkout song, I hope? Oh, it's got to be. I don't know. I like Mitch. You know what about that song? That's the only part I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think that's probably the, the part that most people know. Yeah, I don't think I really heard the song before. I just watched Archer a lot. It was in Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Do you only watch Tyler Perry movies? No, no I don't watch any Tyler Perry movies. Actually, <laughs> oh, I, I never. Have you watched any? I watched like a, a little bit of them. I've never seen. Actually, you know, no. I was. Uh, I started watching one, uh, and uh, I was on the road one time on a hotel. I flipped on the TV and I started watching this show, and it seemed like this super dramatic. Like real serious, this woman had just gotten beat up by her husband, and mm-hmm. she runs out, and then she shows up at her grandma's house, and then Tyler Perry comes out, and I was <laughs> for like five minutes, I'm watching this show, thinking it's super serious and dramatic, and then it's like, hey baby, and I'm like, oh, I'm watching the Tyler Perry movie. By the way, uh, this Tuesday, I'm going to be on Living with Funny. Uh, I'm on a lot of it. Yeah, because okay? I saw this past Tuesday. And, yeah, yeah. Mm. well, there's a lot of comics on it. And they, yeah, mm. But I'm on it a lot this Tuesday. And so is Tyler Bowe makes an appearance oh, on it. Oh, yeah. hey, so Ask me what I got going on this week. What do you have going on this week? Man, I got on this TV show. It's called Living With Funny. Uh, it stars Adam Hunter. Yes, thank you. Uh, I got a small piece, a little part in it, but uh, I'm excited. It's <laughs> Hopefully there'll be, se- hopefully season two, Bob. If there's season two, I guarantee you. Be- I tried to get you on the first season. I swear oh, to God, I'm not tripping, dog. I like watching it. I, I enjoyed even when you weren't on the show this past week. I enjoyed nice. watching it. You know, yes, it was. Uh, it was. Can, cool. can you believe D-Ray has two girlfriends? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I can believe that. Really, you, you know, you know, guys have had two girlfriends before at the same time living together. Yeah, um, Lou Williams has two girlfriends. Who? Lou Will. Who's that? He plays for the Lakers. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lou Williams has it. Yeah, Lou Will has two girlfriends. Are you friends with Lou Will? Nah, I just know that there's a song called Lou Will. Oh, okay. And Does it, it bother you that his... you're a world-class athlete and people don't know <sighs> that except for wrestlers and fight fans that are hardcore? No, it doesn't bother me because now I get to, you know, go places and do things without someone, you know, bothering me and, and, and stuff like that. Because when I'm at a wrestling tournament with my son or with my with my wife and stuff like that, I don't say it bothers me. I have a good time signing autographs and, and, and hugging kids and kissing babies and stuff. That's that's what I like to do. That's because they're, they're your babies. All right, go on. Right, but <laughs> I I would not. I don't think I would like that all the time in my everyday life. Like when you can't go to you know the store and get some saltine crackers. I mean, it's got really? a problem. Here's the thing. Though. I don't think I'll ever mind it. The people that the people yeah. that know what's up know him. 
And yeah. it doesn't matter. I feel like uh, no matter what you we're talking about in the world, there's always people that just don't like. I don't. I don't know anything about hockey, man. I could go. I could sit down. I could tell you what one hockey player looks like, except for Wayne Gretzky. Absolutely. That's, the only That's one. my point. Is I could be sitting next to the current MVP of the league right now. I would have no idea. Yeah. And people would be, like, oh, dude, you don't know who that guy is. I, I'm sorry, I don't. It yeah. just, so whatever, whatever you're into. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's there's people that just don't care. So people that know what's up know who Bubba. Yeah, James but is. I just I just think that like what you do is so hard, man. I mean, I was a Division three wrestler, and it was tough. It mm-hmm. was tough. You wish people knew you then. No, no, I just <laughs> I, I could have been a D one wrestler. I don't I don't think I ever. I thought maybe I could have made nationals. I, I never could have made top. I never could have won nationals. You know, maybe if my senior super year humble. I, I would have yeah. made nationals. Yeah, super right? humble. It's true. I mean, <laughs> but you won the nationals. You won the division one now, which I think is to me mind blowing. Right. And now you're fighting and you're eleven and two, and and it's really hard. I, I think what you do is a lot harder than playing hockey. I'm sorry, uh, playing basketball. Uh, maybe maybe there are more people that are trying to play basketball, so you could say that it's harder to make it because more people are doing it. But I just think that MMA, knowing there are so many ways to lose. So many ways to, and I just, I give you guys so much credit and to, to have people like not know like Joanna Yen Junchek while she walks in a room mm-hmm. it, to me is like, unless you're in, she's in Poland, I'm, I'm sure she's But you gotta mom, have that, you, know, but, you gotta have that self-confidence of like when you walk in a room when like a lot of times when I walk into a club or bar, my first thing is, man, I hope no one starts so trash because I will beat the shit out of 99.8% of the people in this room. Well, how come, and, the, how come you can't beat up all of them? Cause there might, you, know, you always gotta have that thought that there is someone out there that it just happens to be wild crazy. I mean, in that bar, and someone's bar. gonna beat you in a bar. I mean, who's gonna be? I'm saying I can beat. I'm not talking about guys in my way. I'm talking about that big dude in the corner. I would whip his ass. That muscle head back there by the toilets. I whip his ass. There's like, I mean, there's guys that don't even think about weight. I'm just like, yo, because you are a civilian, I think I would take you down one leg. You've never down. lost street fight though, right? No, I've never lost street fight. But I've also I mean, pick the smart fights. Have you ever been knocked <laughs> out before? Um, I got jumped one time. I got jumped by four guys, and I, I, I got knocked out, but I came through in the middle of the fight. <laughs> like, I was on top of this guy, tunnel vision, punching him, and then this dude kicked me, and then, like, I remember him kicking me. I fell back, and then, like, I kind of did it like a roll, and I was, like, stumbling. I knew I was drunk. I knew I had gotten rocked, like, knocked, and then... Like I came through while they were coming at me, and then I just—that's the only time I've ever seen fighters lose fights. (laughs) Is like like Don Fry. There's a picture of him on the uh, the uh, internet. He fights some guy in Hawaii in in like a hotel lobby. Yeah, and it was like this big surfer guy, and this is this guy's claim to fame. And he did sort of get the best of Don Fry, but Don Fry was just wasted. And I don't really count that as a loss. I mean, you lost. Oh, you gotta count it. But really, you count guys losing fights when they're drunk. There's also a lot yeah, of you, like you, if you got into a, if you ever get into a fight yeah you got to count it. There's also a lot of like situations where people people are getting blindsided or yeah. hit in the back of the you head. Get club but before we go past this whole topic, I want to say I, as a fight fan, I love the fact that some of these fighters aren't crazy superstars yet, and that this sport I love the sport's growing, but the the fighters are still accessible. I was great for the podcast. We could talk to them. Well, no, that's <laughs> one thing for sure, but also like. Um, even people at the top get, at level of the game, like like I was in Las Vegas, uh, going to see a show at the Laugh Factory because a buddy was in town. I was doing the dirty at twelve thirty. This was a while ago, but I go to the uh the lobby bar and Misha Tate and Brian Caraway are sitting at the bar. And is Brian on Misha's lap? 
he was in the he was in the baby Bjorn. Okay, nice uh, on her chest, and uh, no, but they were sitting there, and nobody was like as a fight fan. I'm like, oh my god, they're just sitting there, like nobody's mobbing them, no one's asking them for autographs. And granted, this is the Tropicana; it's not like you know one of the like, yeah. crazy bars. But I walked right up to him. And, you know, very respectfully, I said, hey, I don't want to interrupt your evening. I just want to say I'm a huge fan. I start to – and they were like, no, come sit down. You know, we talked for a little bit. But, like, you got to argue, like, me – I mean, like, this was before she had the, you know, the the belt. But, yeah, like, big, one of the name, top, face. you know, fighters in the world. Yeah. And nobody's talking to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I want to see you guys get your due respect. And I want to see you get your due – um, you know your celebrity and your fame and all that, but as a fight fan, it is awesome that that people are still approachable. It is great. It you is know, great I can tell you a story, a pretty cool story. I was at um, I was at a casino after my fight, after my Gaudi fight. I was at a casino because this casino is really close to my house, and I know that they give you massages for a minute. I mean, I mean, every minute is like. 50 75 cent massage and i was thinking instead of going to one of the massage parlors i'll just go get this massage for you know 30 minutes 30 bucks or whatever so i'm getting the massage and um i got my head down kind of but i I lift up for a second to you know tell the girl okay yeah you know you can keep going right so i put my head down someone comes taps me on my shoulders and hands me a hundred bucks they're like bubba jenkins you're such an awesome fighter tip of fires the shit and he gave me a hundred bucks right there on the spot and i was just like i don't know who you are but you know who i am and you know the fact that i'm with tip of fighter so he's like I just want some money. Here you go, bro. You're awesome. Just That's like, awesome. That's <laughs> incredible. God, I told myself I wouldn't cry when it happened. But nah, it was it was real. And and that's not my first coming. You know, people recognize me as an MMA fighter. But I started to realize that yeah, it's growing as a sport. And I mean, people are starting to notice a little bit more of their favorite guys. I mean, I was in Vegas with Jones, and he couldn't walk anywhere. So. I mean, yeah. I I ran into Uriah Faber at the Burbank Airport, which is tiny. Mm-hmm. And um, was he in the overhead bin? <laughs> all right go on <laughs> but you know, he was coming out of there same situation man nobody nobody talked i i you know i said what's up to him i said i was a fan like i i never want to i don't I never want to interrupt anyone startle day. someone Whoa. yeah i don't want to you know guy. get in their way and i don't want to like uh overwhelm them or whatever but i could just tell like after i talked to him and and uh i could like uh, you know in hollywood when you talk yeah. to somebody like that like other people are like oh who, who is that yeah. should i know who they are are they of important course. are they famous i used to love going up to porn stars be like i'm a huge fan what's your name <laughs> just as it's kind of funny. Listen, people, uh, that is our podcast. Uh, so uh, this week, anything coming up? I'm at uh, Padones tonight for the Cinco de Mayo show. Yes, um, and I'm at the Ice House Friday night late show, ten o'clock. And Padones is in Hermosa Beach. Hermosa Beach in Padones. And you're at the Ice House when? Uh, Friday night, ten p.m. And in maybe the ha stage Saturday. one or stage two? Uh, main room. Main room. Nice, Bubba. I'm going to be at the Invicta fights this weekend. Yes. In the crowd. If you see Bubba Jenkins, grab his cock. Okay. Especially guys. <laughs> he loves it when dudes grab his cock. Uh, okay. Just squeeze it. That's his thing. Oh, uh, we're going to be Invicta. Um, you know, look out on my Twitter and on my Instagram. Me and Cage Fighter getting together and we're going to drop some hot stuff these days. I love it. Uh, this week, I will be Friday night at the Haha ha Comedy Club, Saturday at Invicta. Uh, make sure you watch this Tuesday's Living With Funny. I'm telling you, it's really, really funny. Uh, and also, um, I got gigs coming up in uh, in June. I'm going to be at uh, in Calgary, as well as I'm going to be um, in Rochester, New York. In July, I'm in Vegas, the Stratosphere, the whole, the whole week. I'm also going to be in the Hard Rock Casino in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, so look at my schedule, adamhunter.com. I'm coming to a town near you. 
Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Tip a Fighter. Make sure you guys, Shannon Sin this week, as well as um, Amanda Bell. Yeah. Okay, this week, let's tip these girls, okay? And even if they get knocked out, don't then at me and go, should I tip them now for their hospital bills? Don't, you go, don't be dicks, okay? And sure, why not, all right? If you, if you like the way that they're fighting, if they impress you, if you win money on them, tip them, all right? Uh, also, uh, my man, Decipher, helping out Mitch Clark, helping out Bubba Jenkins, helping out some good people, okay? Decipher.com, di-cipher.com. Call them up for life coaching, contract negotiations, all kinds of stuff. 1-888-731-COACH. Uh, thank you to uh, Ben, the sound guy, and our new sound guy. What's his name? Brian. Brian, the new sound guy. Uh, he's a good dude. He's going for the Seth Rogen look. All right. So uh, he's a nice guy. We are going to be here until June, and then I'm, I'm building a studio out of my apartment, uh, and it's going to be fun. Go to the Dime Bar Tuesday nights. Tuesday night Dime Bar in Hollywood, and the Lucky Puppy Animal Rescue to the Rough Crowd Comedy Show. Rough as in R-U-F-F. Or Rough the crowd. Yappy Hour. Or Yappy Hour. I like Yappy Hour better. I think it's more positive. Yappy Hour? Yeah, let's vote on it. Yappy Hour? Yay! Rough okay. Crowd. All right, two out of three, Yappy Hour Comedy Club. Uh, uh, March, uh, what are we, May 25th uh, in uh, Studio City. Want to be on the show? The first Yappy Hour show? Yeah, let's do it. What, what's the first one? Yeah, May 25th, on Wednesday. Yeah. Me and Tyler Bow, May 25th, Wednesday night. You want to uh, come and hang out with the dogs? No, I want to perform. You, you want to do comedy no, for real? No, we'll I'm put not, you up. No, I'm not going to step on you guys' toes. Uh, uh, st- oh, 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 now all of a sudden he's better than him. Oh, he, he's the most blessed comic of all time. Listen, listen, thank you guys so much. Take care, bye. 